What's up, dudes? It's the Boozer's Q&A. We're going to do this from outside because I'm I will be smoking a cigar. And um, well, the last time I smoked a cigar in the studio, it smelled like cigar for over two months. So we're going to make a little bit of change. I moved the entire setup to outside on my porch. Uh, sorry for the boring background. And I just realized this um, doesn't really match that well. So uh, welcome to the Boozer's Uberman <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um although this shirt is a little bit more uh i don't know let's say uh yeah what is it i don't know it's it's a nice shirt let's just put it that way okay guys uh, i hope you guys can join in on the last vigorous q a of this year i got cigars right here but first i'm going to show you my whiskey selection i have a, a belvini double wood 12 years old double cask whiskey oak and sherry oak now i already tasted this I would say it's a seven and a half out of a 10. Um, but the one I really wanted was uh, $700. So I already had a little bit of a taste. So while the chat is joining in, I'm going to pour myself a drink and feel free to join in. Guys, can you hear me okay? How's the video quality? How's the audio quality? Everything is okay? Let's see. I got a, a little tumbler here with some uh, ice cubes hmm, already stuck together all right can you hear me amazing i got this cheap as fuck whiskey glass so let's get started with that oh hands are already wet let's put that there i, I just realized this did this uh, desk is way too small to throw a little cigar and the whiskey party so i will be pouring myself a stiff drink and some asmr Ooh, <laughs> that's pretty full. Oh, that smells good. Now, let me put that to the side. Let's see. So I got a drink right here. And I got a cigar selection. Uh, this is not my regular humidor, guys, but this is the best way I can bring it outside. So let's see what I have. I got a Belveda packs, obviously, a couple. And I was, I'm undecided between the H. Upman from Nicaragua. Well, you probably can't see that. Let's see. And I have another one that is a, a Fuente, I think. This was $45. Holy shit. This one is $18. You know, I, we're going to smoke the $45 one. I'm sure that's going to be much better than the $18 cigar. Let's put that. And guys, let me know in the chat what you guys are drinking and smoking. So I don't feel alone in this. Here's another shitty ashtray off uh, AliExpress. $2 ashtray. I wanted to buy a nice uh, cigar ashtray because the previous one actually fell on the floor. So that one got shattered. So it was a nice counterfeit Cohiba ashtray for cigars. So I had a little bit of a, a thick, thick bezel. And uh, let's see... Let's cut this one first. Colibri cutter. Yes, please. Let's see here. Cool. And now what I want to use is actually just some cedar matches, but I don't think that's going to work because I have a uh, fan blowing here pretty hard on the side. So let's just give it a try. 
That'll work. All right, let's toast it a bit first. No, that's not going to work. Got a better one. All right, we'll use that from now on. Guys, cheers. Happy fucking New Year in advance, okay? Nice. All right, so after this point, I'll become increasingly more intoxicated, and I uh, have no responsibility for what happens next, and we're not going to do any shots, okay? All right. Mm. Fucking great. Okay, let me reorganize my desk. Where are we? Don't drink, Steve. Too late now, buddy. All right, let's start answering some member questions first. Again, we're going to keep it light, guys. If you guys are going to spam me with drug questions, then I'm just going to answer the ones that I want. Let's see. Marco Marcel. Hello, coach. I'm on TRT right now, and I haven't used ATG in my previous cycle. If I would do post-cycle therapy and I start ATG before stopping all injections or wait until everything has metabolized. Uh, let's see. How long can you run ATG after PCT and what are the benefits of doing so? So you wouldn't run ATG after PCT because then you didn't recover your hypothalamic pituitary testes axis. Uh, basically, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing ATG and FSH. So that means my luteinizing hormone and follicle stimulating hormone levels are not coming back up unless I miss ATG for a week or two. And my uh, estradiol levels are obviously in the gutter by that point. So if you want to do ATG properly, besides watching the video about how to do uh, PCT properly, if you want to do PCT properly, besides watching the video about how to do PCT properly, um, long story short, basically you would have to start ATG now, right, to kind of restart your testicular function. Then um, remove all of the exogenous hormones besides testosterone. So you do TRT and ATG for maybe four to five months to kind of get used to that, right? It depends on what you're using in the past, trembolone, nandrolone, etc. Take that out, let it metabolize, do TRT and ATG for a while, let your testicles come back to normal functioning, and then you take the TRT out, you continue with ATG or, um, yeah, you know, I would continue with ATG for another two weeks, and then you stop ATG maybe one week, and then you start a selective estrogen receptor modulator therapy. Um, and that you should recover your hypodermic pituitary testes axis, but, um, obviously, you have to undergo the Novodex and the Clomid uh, thing, which is not very uh, fun. And, and you can't run ATG afterwards uh, unless you don't care about your HPTA. Then you just do ATG monotherapy like what I'm doing. All right, let's scroll down a little bit. Ooh, tasty. All right, we already got a super chat. Let me answer the membership questions first. Uh, Darius asks, how much, let's see, how to ensure no herniated discs over time for bodybuilders? Um, well, you don't lift crazy heavy beyond your means, right? I mean, it sounds very simple, but that's what you have to do. So as you get stronger from the steroids, doesn't mean that your spine and your overall connective tissue gets stronger at the same rate. Uh, so just take it easy, right? Uh, maybe you only increase the weight when you hit 12 reps on deadlifts or other uh, exercises that put strain on your spine. So I would just take it nice and slow, right? Uh, just because you're getting a strong fast doesn't mean you have to slam the weights 
um, over and over and over again. And if, again, if, if you know, a weak spine is in your family, you have family members with herniated discs, then you have to be extra careful. Let's see, Ahmed asks, what do you think about most peptides? Uh, what do you think about most of the peptides are sold as nasal sprays, even, even growth hormone? I, I think they're just trying to get into the market of people that are not willing to inject. But besides Samax and Selank, I don't think any other nasal spray is going to work. Um, you know, if it's uh, a reformulation of injectable peptides. So growth hormone nasal spray, I don't think it's going to work. Uh, insulin nasal sprays do work. Uh, there's pharmaceutical formulas out there, just like uh, testosterone nasal sprays, right? Like Testo. So um, insulin, testosterone, Selang, Samax, and that's pretty much it. If you want to use BPC-157, TB-500, growth hormone, etc., inject it, right? Be a man and fucking inject. Next one from Ahmed asks, how to know if I'm allergic to Arach's oil or not? Well, lucky you, I just finished the updated version of the uh, carrier oil deep dive video, which is, I think, 55 minutes. <laughs> I can't help myself, dude. I, I, I script my videos out now, right? So I have like all the notes. I, I know exactly what to say and what not to say. And then um, I'm like, okay, this is like uh, 25 pages, you know, with all the overlays. It's probably going to be 20 minutes. Uh-uh, <laughs> 55 minutes, buddy. So it's going to take a couple of weeks before that uh, deep dive is uh, released because now I'm 10 videos ahead. Um, so long story short, how do you know if you're allergic for arachis oil? Inject 0.1 milliliter sub-Q every single day for a week and then go check your high-sensitivity C-reactive protein, homocysteine, uh, liver enzymes, lactase dehydrogenase, uh, what else, neutrophil to lymphocyte ratio, right, and, and liver enzymes. So you know exactly what's going on. And if you have high inflammation, the LDH, ALT, AST might go up. And obviously high sensitivity C-reactive protein and all the other inflammatory markers will be elevated. And you'll probably feel shitty uh, as well. I think my cats are trying to destroy all the... If, if I lose internet, guys, it's because my cats are chewing the LAN cable. <laughs> right? So let's see, where are we? Uh, Marcus. Hey, Steve, I'm running out of our 10 milligrams together with my testosterone-masterone H8 cycle. Uh, wondering, wondering, your thoughts on using Anadrol pre-workout. Anything to worry about or will it uh, work as a healthy option to Superdrol? Well, oral steroids are never happy or <laughs> healthy. <laughs> They're happy, but not healthy. Um, even if you take them sublingually, right? I mean, they're 17 alpha alkylated uh, steroids, so they potentiate some liver stress, even if you bypass the first pass. And now the first pass is the second pass, but the second pass is gone. Um, so in this context, test master on growth hormone, I think that's reasonably benign. Anavar is okay. And if you use Anadrol 50 milligrams or 25 milligrams, two times, three times weekly, I think it's fine um, for up to four weeks, right? So you kind of have to see how you respond and, and um, you know, what else you got in place for uh, liver health and overall health, right? NAC, Tatka, et cetera. Um, but yeah, you're adding in another 75 milligrams, 100 milligrams, 150 milligrams of uh, anabolic androgenic steroids to your stack. And that's going to detract from your health if you do it too long. It will still be healthier than Superdrol, albeit that half the dose of Superdrol is more potent, I would say, than uh, the dose of Anadrol that you're going to go after. So again, decisions, decisions. And when in doubt, um, you know, run both and then see, not not the same time, run Anadrol for a while, clean out, then run Superdrol for a while, clean out and sit, see which one um, got you better uh, results compared to the negative health effects that you experienced while running them. 
Man, this is good. This is very good. Ooh. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year in advance, buddy. All right, next one. Dolmatov, a long time no see. Holding a drink in my hands. I want to wish you all the best in the new year. Thank you. Awesome. What are you drinking, Dolmatov? It's been a very fun and interesting year with you. Thank you very much. All right, my pleasure, buddy. Thanks for joining the Vigorous Crew. Always good to have more people in here. Let's see, Iron Grid. Uh, I got some Japanese Nikka from the barrel. I got some Jaeger and some coffee liquor. Okay, I would go with the Japanese Nikka um, and the Jaeger. I would save for when you're outside lighting fireworks because it's obviously cold. And when it's cold, you should drink some Jaegermeister. All right, here we are. Thoughts on injectable YK11? Um, well, watch the Carrier Oil Deep Dive video to change your mind. And I actually made a video about... Too many flies here. I made a video about uh, SARMs in general. Uh, of course, you know, the scientific evidence on YK11 is uh, paper thin. I think it's like six or seven studies. So if you compare YK11 to uh, studies performed on Anadrol, uh, you can do a lot more research. But the problem with injectable uh, SARMs or injectable oral steroids is that the large majority are produced in uh, polyethylene glycol, monoethylene glycol, propylene glycol, and synthetic uh, carrier oils, which are highly inflammatory. And uh, that means you're going to get systemic inflammation. So if you can get injectable YK11 in MCT oil, it's worthy of an experiment. But you still need to check your inflammatory markers because, again, if you get inflamed, then it doesn't matter how much steroids you take, you're not going to build muscle optimally. All right, let's see. Oh, we're very far down the chat. Sorry, guys, I'm still trying to catch up. <laughs> Coach, uh, would aldactone be useful to minimize masculinization to affect a woman using steroids? Um, well, you're blocking the androgen receptor, so you're inhibiting the effects of uh, androgens on the androgen receptor. So do you think they're going to get uh, anabolic effects? In that context, of course not. Now, women can use aldactone as a um, hormonal acne treatment, uh, which, again, might potentiate some serious side effects with prolonged use. And aldactone might have a place in a de-virilization protocol for women who've used steroids and didn't get to the point where their uh, voice is completely fucked up and they uh, start looking like men, right? If you are, like, borderline, you might run aldactone for a couple months. Again, this is not proper advice right it's very risky to do that but i've talked to women who've done that aldactone for months on end 25 milligrams per day to block the androgen receptors and they might reverse a little bit of the ma masculinization that took place while running a steroid xyz um i would still do that under guidance of a proper coach though and i'm sure many of the female coaches out there would not agree with this practice but again i'm just regurgitating what i've heard from uh, bikini competitors and figure competitors all right, where are we? Mm -mm -mm. Planet Earth. I love that series. Yeah, Planet Earth 1 and 2. Actually, in where was this? Actually, it was in Thailand a couple of years ago, maybe 2014. I went to the Planet Earth concert. Man, it was legendary, right? All the music from Planet Earth. I sat there for about one and a half hours by myself because I didn't really know anybody that wanted to go with me, which is fine. You know, sometimes you got to entertain yourself. I think the tickets were like, I think 50 bucks, 60 bucks, something like that. And uh, that was a legendary experience. Yeah. So uh, to answer your question, <laughs> how do you feel on HCG versus TRT? Um, 
I think all things considering, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I mean, I look good. I feel good. I'm energetic. I'm at about 75%, 80% of my maximum strength. I've come to terms with that now. Um, this, this, the shoulder sloping, that's, that's kind of painful. But then when I do a frontal bicep, it's, it's not too bad. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's not bad at all. I mean, look at these fibers, you know, I mean, it's not the end of the world. So uh, ideally, I'd like to be on TRT again, I'll be honest, even if it's only 150 milligrams per week, right? If I do a half an ampule of Bayer Testovar and I get about 150, 156 milligrams testosterone and uh, and that should be enough, especially if I continue with the ATG, um, you know, to sustain my testicular function just in case, right? But that's in the future. Uh, that's in the future. For now, I'm just doing ATG, FSH uh, therapy, and uh, allegedly some Incrolex. It, it, it is helping <laughs> in growth mode. It is helping to kind of keep me on the path of uh, feeling somewhat like a bodybuilder. But yeah, I would, um, yeah, I would, I would, I would kill to be on some TRT right now. But so far, so good, man. I think I'll do a, a physique reveal somewhere in January because then it's been one year after stopping anabolic androgenic steroids. And I think I maintain my shape pretty well. But uh, to be fair, I'm not off cycle, right? I'm still taking ATG, FSH, Incrolex growth hormone. And I just started the, the D chiro inositol, which is known to downregulate aromatized enzyme activity. And I do feel, albeit that it could be a little bit placebo, I do feel that my testosterone levels are higher. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel fuller and stronger in the gym, but I, I've been um, not missing any meals for sure since I came back from America because in America, I got a little bit sloppy. All right, MVG, how to stay lean on test only cycle. Love your vids, uh, a clean diet. It, it, it's that simple, right? You eat clean, you eat healthy, you eat all the foods that uh, keep you lean. And then if you want to stay lean, uh, you eat a little bit more of the foods that kept you lean so you can still grow on a test-only cycle. And if obviously you need to control your serum estradiol levels with an aromatized inhibitor and, and maybe modulate your blood pressure with an angiotensin receptor blocker like Thomasartan, Losartan, Valsartan, etc. Right? But uh, staying lean is mostly uh, to do with uh, a caloric intake, even though cal calories aren't everything, obviously, because if you break down your diet for a certain amount of macros, right, a certain amount of protein, a certain amount of fat, a certain amount of carbs, you still need to make sure that you get adequate micronutrients in, right? Because if you don't get micronutrients, how are you going to supply all the enzymatic reactions in your body? You need a uh, magnesium for enzymatic reactions. You need a uh, vitamin B6, B5P for, you know, the, the, the neurotransmitters. And you need, uh, what is it? Uh, niacin and, nic and nicotinamide for uh, NAD plus levels downstream. So eat healthy, balanced diets, high quality food sources that might have less calories and eat a little bit of vegetables to stay full. And then you can stay lean on the testosterone only cycle. I mean, I'm staying lean on a no test cycle. Easy, just have to control what you eat. Mm. Fuck, this one is good. His recommendation of eight lounge. I just walked in there, said, "Hey, listen, uh, I have no idea about uh, Dominican and Nicaraguan uh, Nicaraguan uh, cigars, but I'm very familiar with Cubans. And when I smoke Cubans, it has to be Maduro wrapped. Give me some recommendations." So the guy, you know, made a circle. He's like, "What's your budget?" I said, um, I, "I had a good year, so <laughs> just give me the best of what you got." And this is certainly one of the best. But yeah, again, a forty-five dollar cigar. I don't know. It's it, those super chats better be going. Otherwise, I'm uh, I'm not breaking even tonight.
Nice. All right, what's next? Etheros. Hello, Steve. I wish you a happy new year. I would like to know the detection window for these peptides and their metabolites if you have them on hand. Uh, TB, TB, BPC-157, TB-500, Ipromelin, CJC-1295, uh, no DAC. Uh, I don't have the detection times for those on hand, and I don't know them off the top of my head. So please, since you super chatted, Etheros, after we're done, because all the messages here are lost and I'll probably forget, just post this exact same comment down below and I'll get to you in one or two days, right? Because I will remember that... Uh, you know, you super chatted. So I'll, I'll have a look at my notes. I don't have them here because all my peptide notes are somewhere else. And uh, I think from next year, I'm no longer going to be doing uh, drug testing uh, consultations because honestly, I'm getting fucking rusty when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I don't want to take anybody's money anymore to um, give them detection times and how to bypass uh, the metabolites when I'm not keeping up to date with the drug testing knowledge that keeps, you know, progressing as we uh, go through the year. Let's see. Finnish licorice liquor here. Man, the last time I had uh, licorice liquor, I was 16 years old, and it's not <laughs> trying to bite you. Um, I ha we had licorice liquor, Gold Strike. I'm sure Europeans remember this. And um, some sort of cheap-ass tequila. And we, uh, three people finished three bottles, and then all three bottles went down the sink, the bathroom uh, uh what is it uh yeah we, I, I, one guy was puking in the sink one guy was puking in the bathtub and i was puking in the uh, what was it the shower yeah it was uh, very cozy so after that i've never touched licorice liquor and gold strike again but i have had some tequila along the way let's see where are we now right, let me scroll down a little bit all right here we are Mm. still got it let's see Faisal thoughts on low testosterone like 50 milligrams per week high nandrolone 700 milligrams per week for a hair friendly cycle uh you could do that but I'm not yeah you should you should be able to get enough estradiol on that protocol yeah you should be able to get enough estradiol I think your estradiol might be 45 40, 50 pocket grams per milliliter. I think that's doable, right? And please add in some DHA and pregnenolone um, to sustain your neural steroids. And you might even be able to bring the testosterone down if you do like 50 milligrams DHA, 25 milligrams pregnenolone, because ultimately that results in testosterone and estradiol as well, but also dihydro testosterone. So if you go with a high nandrolone cycle and you have a little bit of test DHA and pregnenolone or HCG for that matter, I think that's fine. I think that's fine. Um, is it the best cycle, all things considering? I don't think so. But again, you want to have a hair-friendly cycle and uh, the nandrolone-only uh, cycle with trace amounts of DHEA, pregnenolone, and testosterone, and HCG seems to be the way to go. But again, you're asking the wrong guy. Right? I, I, all this hair, dude, it's so shiny. <laughs> all this hair, if I didn't have to trim it like three times per week, I wouldn't. Dolmatov, I just love licorice so much. Man, I would kill for some licorice right now. <laughs> I would kill for some licorice. My mom sent me these cigars, the, the Cuban ones from Holland. And um, see, she usually puts some t Dutch canome in there, some stroopwafels and some licorice to kind of mask it. And it writes on, you know, uh, uh, Dutch candy, $20, and it goes right through customs. Let's see. All right. Here we are. Mario 
Clavero, opinions on best potent fat loss stack, injectable carnitine, Anavar, some metformin applications, and does Halo have a, a fat loss properties? Well, Halotestin can block the corticosteroid, uh, cortic yeah, corticosteroid receptors. I'm getting intoxicated, guys. So if I mispronounce something, then uh, my sincere apologies. Um, it can inhibit, yeah, corticosteroid receptors, but it also inhibits the enzyme that converts cortisol to, to corticosterone and thus cortisol levels go up because it, it isn't metabolized in something that's uh, less active or inactive and it can bind to the androgen receptor so if you do take halotestin then blood pressure will certainly increase right unless you're super super lean and you're towards the end of the contest prep which is generally where we use halotestin in, in the context of bodybuilders or or before a strength event right but then you're a power lifter and you're eating a boatload of food to kind of load up uh, into your weight class, and then your blood pressure might be high. That's why uh, powerlifters usually have uh, tomato faces and bloody noses and, and, and blood coming out of all kinds of orifices after uh, pulling max effort deadlifts. And bodybuilders on stage, all they have to do is flex and uh, keep their stamina going somewhat so they're not uh, obviously bleeding from all orifices. So um, you're only the only thing that you mentioned that actually has some fat burning or fat loss properties is injectable carnitine. And metformin, I wouldn't even do because it lowers IGF-1, which helps with nutrient partitioning, helps to keep you full. And um, I think there's much better uh, insulin sensitizing compounds out there. And, and dude, if you do daily fasted cardio and you take some magnesium in fish oil and you lower your calories, then you're insulin sensitive enough. You don't need fucking metformin, really. Strobe waffles are really good for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially for getting fat. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Did I miss any member questions? Where are we? Ah, here we go. Carlos, I know you're a fan of Nabivolol for its performance-enhancing benefits. Does your recommendations of 2.5 to 5 milligrams upon waking apply to natties as well? Uh, no. Because beta blockers are known to downregulate um, HPTA and lower testosterone, estradiol, and other hormones levels in the body. So, um, no, I would not take Nabivolol if you're a natty. And, uh, you know, if you want to, you know, have some heart rate reducing effects, look into, what is it called, Cardetone. There's several different formulas out there, but it's known to reduce your heart rate and lower blood pressure as well. So I would look into Cardetone over Nabivolol. But if you're uh, a sauce out of your gills, then I do think that Nabivolol can help you with performance um, during your workouts but not everybody responds to this uh, favorably like Chase Irons for example and several other people that I talked to over the years uh, that they said that you know they couldn't even get to the max effort lifts while taking the bivol whereas for me um, I, I get perfect uh, workouts every single time I take the bivol especially combined with taurine and ubiquinol and injectable carnitine and uh, you know injectable uh, amino asylum uh, products Right, so now the stack gets a little bit more complicated. But yeah, Nabivolol is part of it, and I do love myself a Nabivolol. Right, I think I answered all the member questions. So let me scroll down a little bit. All 1407. Actually, I don't give a fuck what's going on in the, this crazy world as long as I got Steve. Life is amazing. Happy New Year. Vigorous crew. Awesome. All right, let me have another sip before, oh, all my ice cubes are gone. It's it's hot in Thailand, even though it's winter. Ah, should put less ice cubes. Guys, what are you guys drinking? What are you guys smoking? 
You guys want to do some fucking callings? Let me uh, put the StreamYard link down below. All right, it's there. But again, if you want to join in for call-ins, uh, two conditions, you need a fucking cigar and you need a fucking drink. And otherwise, uh, you're not getting into the chat because I'm not uh, smoking alone and I'm not drinking alone. Good stuff. Where are we? All right, let me answer some fun questions. Engineer Truth, thoughts on vertical cell operations? Seems too risky with uh, with risk of return or damage to testes. Uh, test level of around 200 to 300 nanograms per deciliter at age 29. Should I try enclomiphene only? Or maybe you should just say fuck it and hop on TRT. Well, did you do an ultrasound on your testicles and the, the, the blood vessels leading to your testicles to determine if you have a varicose cell or not? Because uh, obviously you're not going to do the surgery without some uh, you know, uh, imaging proof that you actually have a varicose cell. From all the people that I talked to that had a varicose cell and that had a surgery, um, it was 100% success rate. I've talked to about, well, must have been 50 people. At least, yeah, during consultations. And, and even Stan Efferding had it done, you know, when he was, I think, mid-30s, maybe a little bit later. I mean, he didn't even go through puberty because he had a varicose cell, and that's why he started testosterone reasonably early. Um, and he had kids later on in life after he had the varicolisectomy, I think something like that, uh, done, right? So testosterone levels might be low uh, because of a varicose cell, poor lifestyle, uh, poor eating habits, right? Poor exercise performance, poor, poor sleep quality, uh, you know, poor micronutrient intake, etc. There's a million different re reasons why testosterone levels might be low. So first, do an ultrasound. If you don't have a varicose cell, you don't have to worry about doing surgery. And then when in clomiphene, uh, it's something you can try. Or you try HCG monotherapy first. Now, I'll try in clomiphene monotherapy first because your HPTA is still functioning in this context. So you try 25 milligrams in clomiphene before bed for four to six weeks. Uh, check your IGF-1 levels, liver enzymes, and, and, and do some research on clomiphene about all the potential negative uh, health risks. And then maybe do HCG monotherapy to see if you get a better response compared to the natural LH that you can produce uh, when you're running in clomiphene. And then H uh, TRT or HRT is uh, further down the line, right? I, I think I mentioned all of this in the uh, things to consider before you hop on steroids video series, which were like three or four. Yeah, so give those a watch. Mm, let's see. Landon Gilbau. Gilbau. I hope I pronounced it correctly. Uh, do you have to take insulin when using growth hormone? Uh, no, you don't. No, you don't. Really. I mean, yes, growth hormone can lower insulin sensitivity, right? Cause insulin resistance by increasing free from fatty acids in the bloodstream, which inhibit uh, insulin receptor substrate one. And so it doesn't matter if you're on insulin exogenous or endogenously produced or not, right? The insulin that attaches to the insulin receptor will not function correctly as it should. That being said, testosterone increases insulin sensitivity. Cardio increases insulin sensitivity. Uh, injectable carnitine will take care of the free form fatty acids which are being liberated from the growth hormone. So if you're doing everything right, you run high doses of growth hormone, I don't think that you need insulin. For example, HIV patients or children with dwarfism, right, short stature that get prescribed IUs upon IUs of growth hormone, do they run insulin and they don't even go to the gym, 
right? Or maybe some of them do, but you know, kids are usually more physically active than adults because adults are sitting down like this stationary uh, doing work all the fucking time. Uh, but kids are actually having fun outside, you know, playing. Maybe not anymore. Maybe they're just on TikTok doom scrolling. Uh, but in, in that context, uh, cases of hyperlipidemia and, and poor uh, blood glucose managements are rarer than um, that they occur commonly. Did that came out right? Let me have another sip. Mm. All right. Happy New Year, buddy. Almost New Year's, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> some action on my microphone. This whole setup is fucking expensive, so I got to be extra careful on how I treat it. Happy New Year to all. What are you guys doing next uh, tomorrow? You guys are getting fucking wasted? I'm not. I might get wasted today, but not uh, not tomorrow. I don't really like crowds when it's New Year or any kinds of celebrations. I always have a feeling that something is going to go wrong and then uh, stampedes occur. Maybe I'm getting old. But after uh, watching Asantika burn down, I wasn't there personally. Asantika was a nightclub here in Thailand and they lit fireworks inside the nightclub. And then, of course, all the Christmas decorations caught fire and the people burned to death. And it happened in Holland uh, 20 years ago as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to stay inside. We're, we're going to have a nice uh, end of the year dinner. And that's about it. Carlos H. Caffeine barely affects me now, even after quitting for weeks. My DHEA sulfate is 134 and micrograms per deciliter. Would a little bit DHEA and Cimax bring back uh, the jitters? I saw a mosquito. You guys remember these? These are like brutal for mosquitoes. Anybody of PETA here? If I start zapping some mosquitoes, then uh, I don't want to hear any complaints. Oh, here he is. And these things are so annoying. This is the downside of being outside in Thailand to get attacked. And even though I put a skeet alone all over my body, <laughs> I, uh, I'm still going to get attacked. Well, hopefully the cigar smoke and the, the fan. Let me put that a little bit to the side. Is the fan audible, guys? All right. Never mind. So uh, DHA barely affects after quitting for weeks. DJ sulfate is towards the bottom of the reference range. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I, th I think some ashwagandha root extract, 450 milligrams of the KSM variety before bed, or 300 milligrams depending on the formula that you're using. Uh, let's say 300 to 450 milligrams KSM ashwagandha root extract before bed, and some um, phosphodiethylserine, 1,000 milligrams should do it, and then 25 milligrams DHEA, 25 milligrams DHEA uh, morning and evening and some max 500 micrograms in the morning do that for a week right all of that combined i'm sure you're going to have to order it so you start running whatever arrives first but when you run all of that at the same time for a week then add in the caffeine um one shot and uh, enjoy the jitters i would say Happy New Year. 
Happy New Year. Lots of New Year's. Looking good, Steve. Thanks for another year of knowledge and entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this fucking picture. <laughs> I am handsome only sometimes. Yeah, but for the thumbnails, I'm... Uh... Oh, if Matt Epton is here, say hello. Yeah, I haven't talked to Matt Epton for a while. I think he comments still on every video. I mean, that guy is such a super fan. Um... I wonder why I haven't met him when I came to America yet. Not some of these guys, because some of the guys are commenting on every video, right? And that really helps the algorithm. Um, and I, I need every single comment that I can get, obviously, because otherwise we're not going to grow. Steve, answer the other people that super chatted. Okay, so which ones did I forget? Right, this one I answered. And, uh, oh, this one I forgot. My bad. Sorry, guys. Uh, I live a high output life on my own business, still work part-time as an employee and play competitive sports, having normal hormone levels. Uh, how do I know if HRT for entrepreneurial purposes is for me? Um, yeah, the only real way of knowing is by getting your hands dirty and trying it. But I, I think I offered plenty of other solutions to increase your testosterone levels. I mean, you could try uh, a zinc and uh, D-chiro inositol to um, inhibit the uh, aromatized enzymes or, or reduce aromatized enzyme activity and thus raise your testosterone level slightly. Then there's HCG monotherapy and clomiphene monotherapy. And if you have a good response of all of that or one of those, then maybe HRT is something you can try. But of course, uh, HRT is not um, something you can just walk away from and then say, oh, that was fun. Uh, I'm never going to do it again. Uh, because uh, if you run HRT long enough, you still need post-psychotherapy. So uh, do enough research, right? See how you feel on, on zinc, D-chiro, inositol. See how you feel in clomiphene, uh, which you can just stop one day to the next. And then HPTA will continue um, basically as before, uh, as long as you do it uh, not too long. Right? If you do clomiphene monotherapy for like two years straight, okay, you might have, um, you know, a down period. But... I think if you try it for four weeks, it's uh, probably the easiest way to determine if, if higher testosterone levels are for you and see if higher testosterone levels help you with your entrepreneurial goals. And, and for me, it's easy to say because I've been on TRT and, and more than uh, HRT and, and HRT plus and steroid cycles. So I know exactly how productive I am on actual steroid cycles or HRT plus compared to now. Yeah. So but the only way of knowing is uh, by getting your hands dirty. Uh, did, I, did I miss any other super chats? I think I, I covered all of them, right? Mm -mm -mm. Man, there's a lot of comments here. I'm doom scrolling, doom scrolling in my own comment section. <laughs> Let's see. Dolmatov, good slightly high lymphocytes, only lymphocytes. Uh, so the, all the other white blood cells are normal. Um, be due to underground lab injections or are they purely finding viral load? It could be. I mean, it depends on what you're injecting, right? If you're uh, having issues with the carrier oils or, uh, you know, something bacterial or, or you may be fighting something um, like a common cold. Right? Lymphocytes, eosinophils are usually the ones that are elevated, but... Uh, it could be a multitude of different things. I mean, your white blood cells are not going to tell you if it's the underground lab or you're finding a cold or um, you're just overtrained, right? It, it, it could be a multitude of different things. So when in doubt, uh, stop the underground lab, switch to pharmaceutical grade and see if your lymphocytes are still elevated to when you made the switch, let's say four weeks later. Yeah. 
This fucking fan is blowing out my cigar. All right, well, that's what the $2 torch from AliExpress is from. I'm so cheap when it comes to these things. I love AliExpress. You know, you can buy semi-nice stuff for cheap, right? You can buy, well, this one I got at some grocery store. But, you know, the ashtray, <laughs> the lighter and all that stuff. Just AliExpress it, dude. Now you don't have to think about it if it's only a couple bucks and it arrives in like two weeks. Mm. That's better. Let's see. So no call-ins, huh? How dare you light a cigar with a torch? Here we go. Dude, you probably shot a blade. I have I have this. Right? I have matches. You see, I have matches, but the problem is I have a fan blowing on me because I'm in Thailand and it's fucking hot. And, uh, you know, the, the wind kind of blows the match, uh, not into the cigar, but the other direction. So, yeah, a butane tastes uh, uh, incoming. But luckily, you don't have to smoke this cigar. I have to smoke this cigar. London, thank you for the information and entertainment content. Steve, happy new year to anybody in here. Yeah, happy new year, guys. Thank you, Landon. Nice hat. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, guys, uh, as a quick reminder, the StreamYard link is down below in case you want to call in. Uh, but if you're too shy, you don't have a drink and you don't, don't have a cigar, then uh, just to join in for uh, the chat anyway. Gotcha. Just busting your ass, pal. Right, don't make me fucking... Don't make me fucking put you in timeout. What happens to the DHA pregnenolone and dim in the body of a male without testes? Um, well, the same as a man with testes. A DHA will metabolize into testosterone and estradiol and dihydrotestosterone downstream. Pregnenolone will metabolize into uh, DHEA or uh, some of the, the corticosteroids. And methane will help with estrogen balance. So even if you don't have any testes, uh, it will metabolize just the same. Yeah, and will raise your testosterone levels, obviously. How's life in Thailand? Uh, it's all right. Uh, next year might be problematic because they're starting to impose some taxes, which nobody knows any uh, details about. So I've already put some things in place uh, to make sure that I'm uh, taxed uh, as little as possible. And uh, besides that, uh, life in Thailand is always like it's been. It's nice, relaxing, easy, chill. Uh, you have to be selective who you associate associate yourself with. But we got a nice group of bodybuilders here in Bangkok. And um, uh, Colton Red is going to join us, I think, in two days. So we'll take him to uh, some nice restaurants here. And then uh, the group of uh, interesting and uh, hardworking uh, blue-collar bodybuilders is uh, plus two, right? Colton and his girlfriend. So yeah, that's I'm looking forward to that because I need more uh, solid people around me. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's a fun place, man. But it's it's not with it's without its faults, just like every other place. I mean, plenty of places in the world that are not perfect, and Thailand is one of them. But all things considering, from all of the places that have been all over the world, um, Thailand is the best for me. Yeah, Thailand is the best for me for sure. Let's see, with 30% tax, I'm not sure. <laughs> Might have to move to Dubai and open something in the uh, trade-free zones there and uh, just pay 5% VAT. 
and uh and and yeah man let's see oh source chicks let's not do that D caro inositol though so i'm taking i think 100 milligrams five times per day so that's 500 milligrams the study dose is a thousand milligrams D caro inositol which was shown to downregulate aromatized enzyme activity increase testosterone levels downstream uh, but i started at half the dose and i i do notice an effect i'll, I'll tell you that i mean i feel more um I, I think i have higher libido and uh the workout capacity in the gym is higher uh, but again you know i'm I'm on top of my diet. I train within my, uh, you know, my uh, my super high uh, strength in the past, right? So I'm just I'm like at seventy percent, seventy five percent, eighty percent strength of what I used to have. But I feel that I went up slightly. Uh, could it be the decarinositol or just uh, being super regimented the last couple of weeks after coming back from the U.S.? Um, I, I think everything contributes. But I'll do some blood work uh, somewhere middle January, uh, two weeks after uh, finishing this uh, bottle of whiskey. <laughs> and then hopefully my testosterone levels will uh, be like 800, 900 nanograms per deciliter. Fingers crossed. I, I, it's probably like 750, right? Which is almost a 10% increase from the 600, 700 nanograms per deciliter that I had before. All right. Mm -mm -mm. This one is a good one. Your favorite gaming console of all time. Well, Switch has one game, uh, two games, right? It has uh, Breath of the Wild, <laughs> and uh, what is it called? Um, geez, I already forgot the name. Zelda: Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. So it has two games. So I don't, I don't, I can't say that it qualifies for the best console of all time, but uh, it has two very solid games. Then I had the um, the Wii, which had uh, Zelda: Skyward Sword and uh the remake or the, the 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 port of resident evil 4 which honestly resident evil 4 on the fucking wii jesus fucking Christ, there's headshots and it felt so intuitive to give those headshots right and stab all those zombies um man i, I really want to play the remake that's on the PS, ps5 but the amount of time that i sank into tears of the kingdom I, I can't really afford it otherwise there's less videos for you guys so um so i'm going to have to say the best gaming console of all time is nintendo 64. yes i'm an old fucker, but it had so many games that i really like to play it had f-zero um it had zelda uh, let's see ocarina of time zelda majora's mac uh, majora's mask <laughs> and uh wwe smackdown and mario kart I mean, WWE SmackDown. I mean, your 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 obliques will cramp. But it's only for the forty years forty years old who remember that game. I laughed so hard, dude. <laughs> that game. <laughs> mm. All right, I think it's time for a top up. Guys, let me know if I'm too intoxicated, okay? Otherwise, I make an ass out of myself on camera. And I'm sure uh, next week will be all kinds of reaction videos. Steve got drunk on a, on a live stream. He said all these weird things. ASMR. I can do a little bit more. All right. Happy New Year.
yummy. Agreed. Nintendo 64, best of all time. Uh, now I play Switch for Mario Kart Online. Nostalgia. I, I wonder if uh, Derek, uh, Derek More Plays More Dates threw his Switch in the trash. I told him to because there hasn't been any single video because he's been playing, um, what is that, that, that fighting game? Uh, Smash Bros. Yeah, he's been playing Smash Bros for a year straight. But I give him give him a little break, okay? He did two videos per day for like two years. So I, I sent him a picture that I uh, put my uh, Switch in the drawer already, right, with all my games. I said, this is what you need to do. And uh, he, he didn't send me a picture back. So this is the reason why Derek doesn't post any videos. And I, I kept my mouth shut until he went on Rogan. But now that he went on Rogan and confirmed it for everybody, um, yeah, I can say that Derek was playing way too many video games. But... You know, it's uh, he's, he's making up for lost time, dude. He was grinding way too hard. He was gonna get a fucking uh, midlife crisis at thirty years old if he kept going like that. So let it, let him play his video games. Yeah. Haunted one. What's up, Steve? Well, the cigar is up. And I got lucky with the pairing. I might have to smoke another cigar after this one, but a smaller one. Okay, let's answer some drug questions. Um, trend versus MPP for a bulk. Uh, 50 milligrams trend and 700 milligrams MPP alongside... S no, maybe not. Um, <laughs> 50 milligrams of trend per week, 200 milligrams NPP and a gram of test. Yeah, and about a lot of calories and maybe some insulin and growth hormone to match. And uh, that should be one hell of a cycle. Make sure you check your serum estradiol levels and your prolactin levels because those might be elevated. Yeah, when in doubt, take both, albeit at low dosages. So you get, uh, you know, the lowest effective dose, you get the most bang for your buck. And, uh, you know, you get synergy. Two 19 nors, I can't say that it's better than one, but the results might be better, but the side effects might be worse also. Yeah. Juan Soto, don't forget to hit that like, boys. These types of channels are hard to come by. Dropping straight knowledge. Happy New Year, Steve. Happy New Year, and thanks for the likes. We have got 160 people. Holy shit, and nobody has called in. What's wrong with you fuckers? <laughs> What's wrong? I'm sitting here getting a fucking plastered, and nobody's willing to call in. Again, bring a cigar and bring a glass of whiskey or another drink of your preference. Otherwise, uh, you're not uh, welcome. My, the StreamYard link is right down there. Blue STI, super fan number one. What's up, Steve? Hope you're having a good holidays. Uh, I've been working. <laughs> I've been working my fucking ass off because uh, my editor obviously has a normal uh, routine when it comes to employment. So uh, he's like, yeah, don't forget that on Christmas I have two days off. I'm like, motherfucker. And don't forget that on uh, New Year's, Monday the 1st, I have one day off. What the fucker? Right? I don't expect the guy to work six and a half days per week like I do, but um, yeah, we're a little bit behind on videos. So I'm like, I'm like eight, ten videos ahead, and um, yeah, I'm not gonna pay him extra overtime to get those videos out the door faster. But I will start uh, editing my own videos pretty, pretty soon again. So yeah, I've been working the last couple of days just to be uh, ahead uh, from January onwards because I don't want to be behind again. Because I mean, when I was in the United States, uh, basically I had like two videos, uh, three videos prepared. The rest were podcasts, but uh, this channel was basically uh, deader than, um, you know, a cockroach sprayed with, uh, you know, cockroach spray. So let's not have that happen again. 
Hans Parts, I'm the guy serving the drinks tonight. All right, so you should be working then. Well, serving drinks is good, right? Or unless you're the guy also driving everybody else home. That sucks. And in your kitchen making drinks for everybody. Have this cocktail. Have that cocktail. And then you want to have a little taste, you know, but you can't because you have to drive everybody else home. All right. Um, Thundercats. I fucking love it. Plumbers WRX. Hey, Steve, what's the most important food to add to a healthy diet? Also, is there a hydration drink you prefer? Uh, Grillamind, shameless plug. <laughs> Grillamind hydration. Me and Derek went back and forth a couple times during the formulation process, and I'm, I'm uh, very happy with how it turned out. Um, so so I, I would still have to add a little bit of sodium to this hydration formula, because otherwise it would be so salty that... Um, there's only one steroid educator that can actually drink this hydration drink. Uh, but for general population, it's good. Uh, but for me, living in Thailand, sweating my balls off every single time that I go to the gym, I still have to add a little bit of sodium to this hydration drink. But it's the best that's available on the market. Certainly best than Prime or any other hydration drink that's out there. 10% uh, off with code Vigorous. Get busy. And the most important food you can add to a healthy diet, I would say a tablespoon of chia seeds. To every single meal i've done this for and how many years a decade a, a, a tablespoon of chia seeds to every meal i mean it's basically a superfood i mean of course it's a little bit exaggerated our kale is a superfood asparagus is a superfood everything is a superfood nowadays multivitamins are a superfood for amount of calories that you get from a multivitamin um but yeah i think my intestinal health has improved so much since adding chia seeds to every single meal, just a tablespoon, it's about 15 grams, you get a boatload of omega-3s, right? A little bit of fiber, a boatload of micronutrients. And I did that for all of my clients. Some of my clients are still doing that to this day. And uh, guess what? Their digestion and their insulin sensitivity and all of their health parameters, fucking sweet. So if I have one important food to add to a healthy diet, uh, chia seeds with every single meal. Yeah, and if you're on a carnivore diet, too fucking bad. All right, since you guys are bitching, I'm going to try to match this again. Ah. This is not working. All right, butane. Here we go. Tasty. Uh, thank you, Steve. My pleasure, buddy. Thank you for your super chat. Dolmatov, I remember correctly that you've been asked before, do you have any plans to make your own platform one day? Some kind of form or something. Uh, <sighs> nah. Nah, it's, it's, I got so much on my hands already, guys. I mean, I, I still do a boatload of personalized services. I mean, about 50% of my income is coming from personalized services still. Um, and I think that, oh, somebody's joining. All right, Ryan, uh, make sure you have your webcam on so I can see that you have a, a drink. So, no, I don't... Um, I don't, I don't think I'm going to attach a Discord or anything like that, right? People always need to be moderated. Personally, I don't have time for that. Again, I'm trying to get away from uh, coaching and, and just being uh, chatting with people 24-7. Uh, I did that for over a decade. And um, it's kind of time to uh, 
focus on myself and and the business things that I need to do uh, to take care of my family and and doing a forum or Discord group or anything like that. It's just it's just not in my interest, right? And I, fuck, yeah, no, no, it's it's too much work. Like I, you guys know that I work to three a.m. every single day, right? So I, I just no, I don't have time for it, and I don't want to. On trend, how many Thai boys have you mistakenly had? <laughs> All right, Ian, cheers. And it's not that I have to drink because I mistakenly had Thai boys, um, but I do understand the analogy. Um, yeah, a lot of guys here on trend, they, uh, they end up uh, sleeping with some uh, Thai boys that look uh, eerily feminine. So... Yeah, it's uh, it's a common occurrence. I know plenty of guys that ran Trimbalone and uh, started dating lady boys. Yeah, it's nothing unheard of. And and of course, if you're Tony or if you're part of that group, you don't even need Trimbalone to get that far. Uh, you could just do it for the hell of it. So uh, no, I've never dabbled with lady boys. And since I'm married now for fuck, you've been married for like eight years together for ten years. Uh, I, I think the door's closed. Right, the the window of opportunity has closed uh, a long time ago. And since my wife told me to lay off the train over eight years ago, before we got married, uh, the window of opportunity is even more closed. So I, I guess we'll never know. Yeah, I can't say that it's unfortunate, but that's um, one of those things that I will never get to experience, luckily. I saw some guys try to call in, but it didn't really work. It probably on their phone or something. Hey, Steve, how long does it take for hypo symptoms to improve after starting TRT? Not much improvement yet after two weeks at 100 milligrams per week, mainly fatigue. Um, it serum testosterone level should already be up, but maybe 100 milligrams per week is not enough. Maybe you should bump it up to 150 milligrams per week. Um, and feel free to give that another try for two weeks and then do blood work to see where your serum testosterone levels are at. But, you know, TRT isn't magic. If you're uh, fatigued, it could be uh, caused by a multitude of different things, which you need to address, right? If you have sleep apnea, address that with a sleep study, right? Or watch the sleep apnea video, video where you can kind of self-diagnose. Um, maybe, uh, you know, you're not uh, getting enough micronutrients. I know it sounds like a broken record, but I mean, you'd be surprised how much uh, your sleep quality can improve by taking magnesium throughout the day, a magnesium bisglycinate or citrate, and then magnesium three and eight before bed. And, uh, and, and watching the Deep Sleep Deep Time video series, which I have a boatload of more suggestions for you to get over your fatigue. Maybe you have adrenal fatigue, right? Uh, Phosphodiethylserine, uh, ashwagandha root extract. I think I've, do I have videos about that? I wrote an article about post-contest blues, blues ages ago. Um, I produce so much content, I can't, uh, I can't remember. Do I have a video about that? I think I have, I think it's in the Deep Dive video series, the, the Deep Sleep Deep Dive. So um, uh, give it maybe two weeks on 150 milligrams per week. In the meantime, you watch the deep sleep, deep dive and, uh, you know, the sleep apnea self-diagnosis video. And then hopefully uh, over two weeks, you kind of can piece it together and then everything falls into place. Are you monogamous to you guys? Oh, fuck, man. Of course I am. <laughs> Dude, of course I am. Dude, my wife is the greatest. Why would I change, right? The problem is with a lot of guys nowadays, they fuck downwards, which is not what you should be doing, right? 
if you're in, uh, well, I don't want to take people as an example, but I'm sure you guys can, uh, you know, uh, know who, what kinds of people I'm talking about, right? I have a multitude of different girlfriends. Don't get me wrong. I had multiple, multiple different girlfriends uh, way back when I started coming to Thailand in the beginning, um, because all those girls uh, just fulfilled one role, right? So you want to go to the movies with one girl, the other girl you want to take out for dinner. The other girl is really good at sex. So you have multiple different partners and uh, they all fulfill a particular need. But when you meet that true love of your life that feels all needs, then you don't, you don't need to fuck anybody else. And I know I'm still in the market, but I don't feel the need. I mean, why would I sacrifice my marriage and, and finally being with a, a, you know, a partner, a wife that is equally matched, which is fucking rare in this world, right? We're equally matched regarding our emotional um, uh, age. What, what is it called? Emotional maturity, our financial maturity, which is even more rare in this planet. We're both well-traveled. We're both go-getters. We're both entrepreneurial. I mean, everything is perfectly matched. So why would I fuck anybody else? Right? I can, I, I can, dude, I can take my motorbike. I can drive five minutes and fuck some girl in a whorehouse. <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. All right, Ian, you got a cigar? Ian's got a drink. Okay, one second, guys. Let me hook this up. We're going to have a joiner. Let's see. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? What's up man? How you doing? How are you? How are you? What I'm you about to, to drink today? I'm drinking some blue man. I'm gonna smoke some oh, nice. weed. Nice. Smoke some weed. That's not a cigar. <laughs> Does it count though? <laughs> yeah, well this has nicotine. I would just probably have some nicotine as well. Yeah, so dude, I've you enjoyed your videos. No, honestly, man, I just Thank wanted you. to drop in and say hi. Yeah, I've been a long-time lodger of your shit, and I've benefited from it, so thank you, sir. Awesome, awesome. Happy to hear that. What's what's the most memorable video you can remember from my channel? Can't, huh? Honestly, now's not the time to ask me that. <laughs> uh, I, just, <laughs> I, I know I've been, but like, um, I was taking Anabar, mm. and I really enjoyed the grapefruit short. I, I remember saying ah, yeah. research into that. It was inspired so. by Guy, Guy Green. Really? <laughs> you don't yeah, remember that Guy Green video <laughs> with the grapefruit? Honestly, dude, I've seen so many of your videos. Like They all okay. just kind of blur together anymore. I do enjoy yeah. the uh, Saturday chats. I think that's fun. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's fun to get people on board. I haven't had call-ins for a while, but I figured today, since we're all uh, celebrating the end of the year, might as well do some call-ins. Yeah, I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know you did this. So when I saw no, it, I was like, well, shit, dude, I'm going to do it. A couple, <laughs> I, did, I did it a couple months ago, and then I got some people without webcams, and they asked me about height protocols, so you know they're like 16-year-olds. So after that, I was like, oh, this is too much of a liability. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, man, I can't. You should see my Trying ideas. to say I'm select the shit. Yeah. Yeah, they, they try, man. But uh, there's only one Sam Sulek. So I'll let him be. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so no questions? Just wanted to hang out? Yeah, no, I was just dropping in to say hi, man. I got my beer. Just finished right. smoking a little bit of weed, man. Just wanted to say what's up. Cool. Cheers to you. And cheers to you, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Hey, have a nice evening. Happy New Year. Enjoy your night out uh, tomorrow if you're going out. And uh, don't do anything crazy, okay? Because oh, here. I'll, next I'll, year. I want to introduce you to somebody. All right. Yeah. What's up? Oh, man, it's a nice dog. So cute. 
very well mannered. <laughs> You're hey, sitting buddy. in front of the heater right now. <laughs> oh, is, it, is it cold where you are? Oh, you got your own no, heater, he just, right? He's just a slut for the warmth, man. Like, I like to put it in my legs. Take my time. Same. I, I got my rocking chair right here. I sit with the heater nice. on the legs. And <laughs> there you go. Nice. It's the same as my cats. They kind of hang out on the power supply of my laptop. So if I can't find oh, yeah. them, I know exactly where they are. Yeah. yeah that's why my computer Where's always overheats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I'm going to let you go. Enjoy your evening. Yeah. Thanks for joining hey, in. Take care, man. Have a good day. Yeah. Take care. To you the same. Thanks. All right. Hey, at least, at least he had the balls to call in. Who's next? Hmm. Haunted one, best blast cruise protocol to prevent shutdown. Um, well, you'll, you're, you're going to be shut down regardless, because even on a cruise, you're going to be shut down. And, and you're, during a cruise, you might be able to use enclomiphene monotherapy. But even then, I, I don't think that enclomiphene monotherapy is sustainable, dude. Um, and you can use HCG to sustain testicular function, but then you're still shut down. Just your testicles are working, but your hypothalamus and your pituitary are non-functioning. So uh, the nature of your question is um, a dubious, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, if you don't want to do a shutdown, then then basically you're limited to, um, uh, 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 you know, your cruise would be in clomiphene and your blast would be testosterone only in HCG. And then you kind of alternate between that because as soon as you start adding in the progestogenic 19 or and nandrolone, the trembolone, the trestolone, I don't think your testicles are going to function regardless of how much uh, inclomiphene or HCG you're, uh, you're, uh, you're running. And of course, on a cruise, it will it will work. ATG, enclomiphene, and testosterone will all work together. But personally, I wouldn't run enclomiphene longer longer than six weeks, honestly. And dude, if 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 I liked enclomiphene, I would run it right now over ATG and FSH. It would be significantly cheaper than what I'm doing right now. Now I'm spending an arm and a leg. Yeah, and this super chat is not going to kind of. That's not even two IUs of FSH. <laughs> no, no, FSH is cheaper, but. Right, it's 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 very expensive what I'm doing right now. I don't smoke. I should smoke a little bit harder. Because otherwise, this thing will keep going up. Nicholas, you got a drink and a cigar. Show me. You got a Coke Zero. What is that? <laughs> is that a proper drink? Where's your cigar? You don't have a cigar. All right, then then you're you're not joining in. <laughs> you got to smoke at least something. All right, Lucas. Hey, Steve. Can you recommend an HMG dosage to replace my HCG? I took out the HCG and my acne has uh, improved significantly. Bittersweet. So I don't really like HMG because it's reasonably expensive and it only contains FSH and maybe trace amounts of HCG. So um, you would still need HCG alongside of that because the HMG dose uh, or the HMG doesn't contain enough HCG to kind of fulfill that pathway of the luteinizing hormone receptor. So um, 75 IOS HMG and uh, 250 IOS to 1000 IOS HCG for fertility purposes. And uh, of course, if you're getting acne from the HCG and you um, 
yeah, and you take that out, then it's probably from the hormonal fluctuations. So you might have to do micro dosages of HCG or use an aromatized inhibitor or dinylmethane or just look into your diet right, to control your acne to a certain extent. Uh, Nicholas, you got a vape in there? All right, you got something. All right. Sorry, I got to answer some questions in the meantime. One sec. All right, let me remove this. Jeez, why, why is everybody smoking weed? <laughs> I'm not a cigar enjoyer, man. I never have been. Like, I, oh, my really? brothers are really cigar fans, and I just can't get into it. Because I, I no? smoke it like weed. I take it down in my lungs, and it hurts. Bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's not problem. the way to do it. No, that's no, not the way not to do all. it. Okay, so what, what are you blazing today? Mm, just some weed as always, man. And I got a Michelob. I'm not a huge drinker, you know, trying to get on my fitness shit as, you know, most people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should just <laughs> reserve the alcohol for once in a while. I mean, oh, the funny yeah, the dude. funny thing is the last thing I, time I drank, I was in the United States. And then I realized, wait a minute, if I if I do a podcast and I have one drink that I'm going to be plastered from one drink, right? So I had like one glass on Monday, one glass yesterday to kind of build up that stamina. And now I'm good, two glasses in. But if you don't drink frequently, it hits you like a fucking freight train. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I never drink anymore, but I had some beers with my dad on Christmas and, like, my whole family yeah. and stuff. Man, I was uh -huh. walking out of there like, oh, like, I haven't been like this in <laughs> a couple months. Like, what am I doing here? It's rough, right? Oh, so what, what, are you do what are you doing for New Year's? Uh, nothing. I'm actually getting over being sick. So mm. just kind of just trying to recover. Like, I, it sucks. I haven't even been in the gym for a week, and it, it hurts my soul, but just trying to get, you know, healthy and stuff before the it's new a, It's all right. It's all right. I, I took a week off as well, and I was a little bit overtrained, so I took a week off this uh, this uh, this last week, and then I think on the first or the second, I'm going to hit the gym hard, but it depends on how much whiskey I have today. <laughs> you know, yeah, I might, I might have to take a day off tomorrow. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. But yeah, I just so want gotta... to hop on here, dude. Like me and I actually have a twin brother. Me and him are huge fans of yours. Like I watch like oh, awesome. pretty much all your stuff. And thanks, uh, thanks. you asked the other guy your favorite video. And I was sitting here like, yeah. man, what is mine? And honestly, it's the iron joint stuff because I tore both my knees in high school. Mm. Oof, I can't. I'm just now getting into, you know, my enhanced journey, if you will. So slowly but surely, right. we'll dip my toes into that, you know, eventually and yeah. hit some devious legs when my uh, knees don't pain me every single time i'm going yeah i know it sucks like once you got terrible knees right and especially if you're an athlete uh, you know in your younger years then then there might be some wear and tear but yeah. but some of some of the recommendations in that uh, joint uh, video uh, series i think it's like three or four videos i'm sure you can get some quality information and then you slowly start trickling stuff in you know slowly start doing it I don't watch as many videos because one one drug will lead to side effects and then you have to watch another video before you right. know it. You have to watch like 10 videos. But the funny thing is most people realize now that on my YouTube channel, I have a solution for everything. <laughs> that's the best part. Yeah, that's the best part, right? And it, you see it on the on the super chats or the questions that people ask. I said, listen, I have a video about this. All you have to do is use a search function. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's part of the reason why I don't join these because it's like you fuckers really don't watch the videos, do you? Like I don't like you no. really don't. Yeah, I don't use search it's, bar it's, much. It's easier. It's fine. It's fine though. It's easier. Yeah, I don't no, know. I get it though because like having you know because them being able to like actually portray their uh, their situation or whatever they got going mm -hmm. on is extremely right. helpful because not everybody. Yeah, yeah. Pers personalized advice and plus I don't mind taking some super chats along the way. Right. Uh, I'm still an <laughs> entrepreneur, so so those super chats go a long way, dude. <laughs> Especially with AdSense now being fucking uh, abysmal in their payment. Yeah, the uh, the AdSense is terrible right now. Uh. 
Yeah. So any, any questions I can help you with today? Um, no, man, I just wanted to come on here and just, you right, know, cool. say th just say thank you for all you, you know, for all you do. And seriously, like, I, <laughs> you, you, I'm sure like, I'm not the only one, but you teach everybody a lot of shit. That's really helpful yeah. that nobody wants to talk about. So it's yeah, really yeah. I, I try to give back as much as I can because I, it was just a struggle for me to learn all this stu stuff over the years. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's so much misinformation out there and there's not so many experienced guys who really talk about what goes on and what you need to do and pay attention to. Yep. So, uh, I, I just try to make a channel that I wish I had when I was young. Uh, and I, I think, I think we're getting there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think we're getting there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just wanted Thanks, to come, man. you know, on here to say thank you and yeah. Much appreciated. I appreciate you, man. Enjoy your drink and your weeds. I think you yeah. got another guy joining in. And uh, I wish you a happy new year, buddy. Enjoy. Yep, you as well. I appreciate you, sir. Take it easy. Thanks, buddy. Have a good day. Take care. Ciao. All right, there's another guy, but I don't see his uh his webcam yet. So, uh, let's uh, fix myself another drink in the meantime. We're one hour in. One drink every 30 minutes. Yeah, that's all right. All right. One second. Uh, incred incredible. All right. Incredible is joining in. Oh, that's a royal glass. All right. Incredible. You got a cigar or something to smoke and a drink? Show it to me. All right. You're, it, you're allowed in. All right. There we go. What do you got? All right. It's not lit. But you're just showing it. it. <laughs> <laughs> just showing um, what you got. What do you got over there? So check this out. We actually, uh, this is a new release. I don't know if you're in, big into Davidoff. Mm, um, I know Davidoff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a big Davidoff guy. It's and then, nice. um, yeah, they, uh, they just came out with this one for the year of the dragon for the new release. All right. So you, you, you had to fly all the way to China to, uh, <laughs> to get that at the duty free. Yeah, seriously. I, I'm, I'm lucky. <laughs> I got a Davidoff dealer in town and they're the only one for about maybe 200 miles. So it oh, really? works out. Okay. Yeah. They get a, they get a couple boxes each year. So I'm still, mm -hmm. uh, getting my collection, but I got a couple years back from this release and they're. I, I always try to work on my collection, then I smoke through them faster than I can collect them. So yeah. my humidor is full with like 20 cigars at most, and then I have another <laughs> event. And then, uh, right. yeah, I'm like Fouad Abiyat. I, I smoke I'll, way too I'll much show, sometimes. <laughs> I'll show you I'll show you my nice my nice cigar stash. So here we go. Oh, there we, we go. The full Davidoff lineup. Are you sponsored Where's by Davidoff? I'm not. I spend way too much fucking money on them. My credit card hates me, <laughs> but they're too fucking good. <laughs> at least get at least get a, uh, a t-shirt and some sort of cigar cutter from David. Yeah, Duff, seriously. And get a full Monty. Well, What's maybe up, they'll buddy? send so... me one of their humidors. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> for, for 5, that would 000. be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You drinking um, anything or just joining in? I, you know what? I'm in the U.S. It's morning, so we're we're enjoying. All right. The, enjoying the yerba mm. mate, a little bit of caffeine. Mm. Wake me up. It's a enjoy. Lazy Saturday. I'm still, I look like shit. I said I just got up. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Uh, yeah, right here. Any any um, questions I can help you with uh, for yeah. this call? Well, I was actually, I've been kind of back and forth on what cycle to run next. And uh -huh. I wanted to get your thoughts on Trestalone. 
a little more in terms of, yeah. So I, I have a online friend who very, Online friend. yeah, d discord Is she a friend. is she a girl or an online No, no, friend no, a who guy, can also hook a guy. you up with Tristalone? No, no, no. A guy, one of our, one of our source discords, who's a big Mm -hmm. proponent of it. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's ran it solo as HRT. He's an older gentleman, Yeah. maybe in his mid forties. Um, has said it's wonderful, but when I go and read all the shit on Reddit, guys talk about permanent blood pressure gains and, and staying water retention, all that good stuff. Um, then you got others that say it's the, you know, the best cycle I've ever ran. So Yeah, it's 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 really all over the place. That some guys respond yeah, poorly, and other guys really respond well to it. And it's it's one of the right. steroids that I'd never tried myself, but I really wanted to do it. Uh, but maybe after I, my wife pumps out like two kids, because I think it's going to make So me that fucking was my sterile. next question is, yeah, I've seen some things where some people say that the, <laughs> the fertility problems can be permanent with that drug. And that's a bit concerning. And I feel, I feel kind of silly because I did, I, I did yeah. source some of it and I have it with me currently. And I'm like, oh, You got there it was, now. You got to run it. oh, I, you know what? I, I spent the money. Part of me was like, let me just take it. Let me just take five MIGs pre-workout one day. See, you know, I got, I just got. I But just got it's fine. acetate. So I was Yeah. like, let's just, let's just see. But I, I think if the, see, I, I wasn't sure if you knew about the fertility issues with it, but. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. So, so I have a fertility video where I analyze all of the anabolic energetic steroids regarding the scientific evidence on their Okay. fertility parameters. And Trestolone was actually investigated as a uh, male Uh-huh. contraceptive. But Right. the good news is it wasn't 100% successful. And that's why it was withdrawn. Interesting. So when you look at Okay. the clinical evidence, I, I have all the citations in a Dropbox uh, Word document. So give those a uh, give that a download and just go through the citations. Mm. Mm. And then you'll see that like 50% of the studies show that Trestolone was not successful to induce azuspermia in men. Right. So complete, complete lack of sperm Yeah. there. And that's Interesting. that's anywhere between like 50 milligrams up to 200 milligrams per week, if I remember That's a correctly. fuck So, ton. <laughs> 200, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so most guys, most guys get away with 50 milligrams, 100 milligrams stressolone uh, acetate per week on top of a testosterone base, right? Or, or solo if you want to. But I mean, I know guys that run like 350 milligrams stressolone That's, acetate that's insane. solo. Yeah, that sounds crazy. And, and, and they love it. Dude, they fucking love it. Hmm. Okay. They, they, they did an androlone only cycle. They say, oh, that's cute. And they do tristolone <laughs> only cycle and they never go back. Yeah. sure. So yeah, So, because so. it's it for for me it's been back and forth because part of me I wanted to try it out for about four weeks and see how Mm hmm I felt. Yeah. If not completely drop it and then I just I just ended up getting a shit ton of DECA that I was gonna run anyways. I was gonna do hundred tests, seven fifty DECA. Run that Yeah, sixteen I, I would... weeks. Like, you have some experience with testosterone, right? I've yeah, I've been on almost a gram all last year. So There you go. There you go, <laughs> my man. yeah. <laughs> Stop normalizing steroids. Sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. yeah. It's awesome, No, no, but don't I know. do It's it. it's same here, <laughs> same here. So... I'm still young. Yeah, no, you can get away with the <laughs> ramifications. Yeah, so oh man. I, I would do maybe a TRT dose of testosterone and then add in the Trestolone at maybe 50 Okay. milligrams, 100 milligrams per week, see how you respond. Right? Then you run it for four weeks and see uh, see if you want to bump up the dose or remove it completely or, or bump up the dose and remove the testosterone. It's just step by step. And ideally, you do some blood work in the meantime to see if your estradiol levels are high, your prolactin levels are high, liver enzymes. Do you know which carrier oil this Trestolone acetate is in? I'm, it's a very popular source and you know them. I don't, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I, Mm a very, -hmm. Is it very MCT popular. oil? I, I believe so.
Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Remember with MCT oil, the oil uh, it gets absorbed rapidly, so daily subcutaneous micro administration so for the lowest, too. yeah, lowest lowest possible side effects. So if you start with like fifty milligrams per week, that will be mm -hmm. what, eight, what eight, seven eight milligrams per day, and it's yep. brewed in what fifty milligrams for one milliliter. 50, 50 megs, yep. Yeah, that's yeah, fifty. Yeah. So you only an one mil per week. Hundred, I think. Yeah. So it's uh, I rarely see anotate though. That's expensive. Really yeah. It's pricey. That's if if it's good, it's worth it. <laughs> exactly. If it's All right, good, well, it's I'll worth try it. that. Yeah, I was told to take yeah. um um the older gentleman that that recommended it said to take calcium uh, glucurate and uh, DIM mm -hmm. with it as well. That seems to be kind yeah. of a some sort of natural AI and already got all that stuff on hand so yeah you can do that but i mean tristolone will promote conversion of testosterone into estradiol and methane and uh, calcium diglucrate might not be sufficient so at least okay. get some sort of novadex or aromacin on standby aromacin yeah i always got i always got a shit ton with me just just in unlike, case unlike, if you do like 150 tests and 50 milligrams tristolone you might already have high estradiol levels so so just be careful yeah i've i've been on a when I, mean, I don't I'm not sure with 19 nors. I've only ran DECA a few times before, but I've been mm -hmm. on a gram of test with no AI except I'll maybe pop 12 and a half megs of aromacin once every two weeks when I just feel a little okay. Nothing really, nothing really bad. Even though I, Good stuff. I'm holding a lot of water, but it doesn't. My numbers. That's are, life. <laughs> yeah, they're on they're on That's the higher life. end, but I don't. I don't right. I'm not getting any crazy sides, so I think I'm a relatively. Yeah. Just 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 remember, like high user. high. High estrogen levels for longer periods of time can also cause some issues. So, at least at right. least control it and do some blood work, right? And then the more data yeah. you have, the better the decisions you can make. And again, sure. just start low and build your way up. That's how I would do it. But I gotta yeah. I gotta have two kids first before I try the the magical trestle myself. That's that's kind of that's the only part that's that's kind of scary for me. I uh, but then again, if if it's it's not trestle it's deca. So I guess I'm not really. And that's no. just as bad for your testicles. But right. like, Ty so and Clark had like two beautiful kids himself. So it's, uh, and he ran all the DECA all the time. For <laughs> all years. the time solo, yeah. All, all the time, yeah, all, all the time. So I'm, I wouldn't I'm, worry I'm, about it too much, but uh, otherwise keep some ACG in the picture, you know? I think that's something I do need to deploy because, yeah, I ideally I'd run DHTs, but I'm too I'm too much of a pussy with my hair. I've never ran a DHT in my life besides besides test. No primo, no. No master on, no EQ, world. you know. Mm. Everyone's like, just shave your fucking head, pussy, and run some real shit. And it's like, eh. I don't think yeah. my girlfriend would. Uh, yeah, right. You know. gotta, you gotta be, you know. Uh, you know, mindful of what the wife wants because, right, you can't fuck yourself. You need two no. to make that work. <laughs> yeah, I don't care how big I am if I'm single. You know what I mean? That's like exactly. Yeah, it's pointless. It's pointless. <laughs> so, All right, man. Hey, good cool. luck. Well, hey. I see some more questions pop up. Yeah. Good luck with your trust loan cycle. I'll let us know a little bit of a, a steroid report in a couple of weeks. Of course. And uh, I wish you all the best, man. Uh, Gains yeah. incoming. Enjoy. You too. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year, buddy. Take care. Bye bye. Ciao. Ciao. All right. This is what I want. I want cool people to call in and talk about drugs. All right, guys, sorry for uh, neglecting the chat. Um, I see no, no new questions came in, but feel free to post some more new questions. And then uh, and then we go right back. I think we're going to, in about 40 minutes, we're going to remove the, the StreamYard link and then we'll continue for another hour. So I think this will be a three-hour uh, live stream today because I'm having fun and I'm, I'm mildly intoxicated and that helps. Ah, 
It's one of those whiskeys that starts off not so nice, and then the more you drink of it, the nicer it gets. Yeah. Growth Carl. Let's see. Let me have a uh, puff first. Bare. Ooh. Nasty. Bayer testosterone too thick to inject. The Thai Nipro syringe caps. Oh, you're in Thailand? Do I know you? Hmm, maybe. The Thai Nipro syringe caps just pop off and the insulin syringes won't even move. Harpoon's only solution. Dude, I, I use Bayer testifiers all the time and they go through an insulin syringe. But maybe maybe your air conditioning is too high and uh and the temperature is too low so the the oil gets thicker as the temperature goes down so again it's all included in the uh, uh carrier oil deep dive video series which is uh or deep dive which is coming soon and uh there i didn't discuss the dynamic viscosity rating and how you need to inject this but if you let's say you split uh, an ampule of Bayer Testovirin into two insulin syringes, right? You need to backfill them because you, obviously you can't use an insulin syringe to draw from the uh, ampule. And then you, um, you know, you backfill it with like say 0.612 milliliters because again, those ampules are overfilled. Then you hold the insulin syringe in your hand for let's say five minutes. And then the oil heats up to body temperature and it's easier to inject, but it will still take about a minute or maybe even two minutes to inject a full insulin syringe with a Bayer test of iron. So it might take you, let's say, a minute and maybe a little bit longer. So you just need a steady hand and patience. Right? I, I used to inject Bayer test of iron and Bayer Remobolin all together and uh, one cc per day, and it would take me two minutes per time. But eventually it will get in, and eventually it will raise your serum concentrations, and eventually you have a good outcome because Bayer test of iron is Bay. So, um, yeah, just be patient, bro. Steve, what is your daily routine? Um, let's see. Well, I wake up. Usually the cats wake me up around 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Again, I wake up at 12 and go to bed at 4 a.m. So the cats usually wake me up. Then I, uh, I go down. I say hi to all of my cats and my wife if she's at home. Then I feed all the cats. And then uh, I play with the cats and then they can go to bed. And then I uh, do some emails for about two hours. At 2 a.m. I start doing uh, morning fasted cardio, which is afternoon for everybody else. But it's morning somewhere on the planet, right? So I do my fasted cardio at 2 a.m. in the morning. I do about, let's see, 100 sit-ups and then 50 leg raises and then 50 ab crunches to the side, another 50 ab crunches to the other side, another 50 leg raises, and then another 50 regular crunches. And then I do about... 15 to 30 minutes of cardio depending on how i feel that morning then i make breakfast a big bowl of salad and uh, 10 egg whites with two or three whole eggs take all my multivitamins uh, do some steroid not steroid injections do some acg and fsh injections and then uh i usually start preparing for videos so i make a script or something and then at four o'clock six o'clock i start recording i record the video that i want to make or sometimes I only get halfway through and I have to record again the next day, but I try to record every single day. Then I have a uh, protein shake with all of the Gorilla Mind products, <laughs> right? All of the protein from Gorilla Mind and all of the pre-workouts from Gorilla Mind. And then I go to the gym you know, four days a week. And then I come back, I have salmon, about 400 grams. Then I um, spend the rest of the evening with my wife and then I get back to work. So it's about eight and four hours of work over the day so it's about 12 hours in total 
And, but then again, you know, consultations doesn't really feel like work. I still have an hour, hour and a half of consultations most days of the week. And then I have another meal with uh, beef and another bowl of salad. I take uh, some more vitamins before bed. And then I uh, go downstairs for the last hour of the day and I play with the cats who are still awake. And then I go to bed. So that's pretty much uh, every single day. But on Saturday, I obviously have the vigorous Q&A. On a Sunday, half the day, I uh, just have breakfast. I might go to the gym if I do something in town. I go to BPC Fitness. And then I um, I go out with my wife and we have fun. So that's tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So that's pretty much my daily routine. Yeah. Yeah, work, work, work. Yeah, I've been Shanghai right now. Can't handle the Bangkok traffic. All right. If you go to the gym and you see some uh, big fat potato guy uh, giving you uh, unsolicited uh, steroid advice, just walk away. <laughs> just walk away and make sure that you tell them that you don't want to si sign up for their master class. All right? That's, uh, that's the annoyance of living in Chiang Mai. All right, where are we? Smash that like button, bro. Yeah. 140 people in the chat. Let, let's see. Damn, 73 likes. That's kind of sad, huh? Well, it is what it is. Now, let's scroll up. Not so many members out there today. Not so many members. Mm. JV12. What's an ideal resting heart rate, Steve? Um, I like about 45 to 55, let's say. That's kind of on the low side. That's like borderline brachycardia, but that's usually where my resting heart rate is at. Uh, now it would be a little bit higher because I'm smoking a cigar and I'm having some alcohol. And I had some Gorilla Mind respawn uh, before this live stream, so I can be uh, as cognitive as possibly uh, as I possibly can, <laughs> drinking alcohol. Um, so my resting heart rate now would be like what seventy, something like that. But usually, um, you know, an ideal resting heart rate upon waking, um, you know, um, yeah, without activity would be let's say around 50, 60, I would say. Yeah, if you're an athlete, I would I would keep low. My, my resting heart rate is usually around forty five. Yeah, when I wake up and then during the workout, obviously it goes sky fucking high because I train like an animal still. Uh, but it comes down very, very fast as well, even though I'm not using a beta blocker currently. I haven't used a beta blocker for over a year. What the fuck do you mean at rest? Yeah, at rest, 45. 45 beats per minute. If it's 70, it's too high, dude. Or, or are you just sedentary? Adrian, what's up, bro? How have you been? How was your holiday? Happy New Year in advance to you and your family, Steve. So Adrian is one of those guys that I actually met here in uh, Thailand. Uh, you're due for another... Aren't you coming in February? So, um, yeah, the longer I do it, the more people I meet and the cooler um, being on YouTube becomes. Because most of the people that I meet in real life are fucking cool. Like Adrian, for example. He is... Uh, He's a nice guy, <laughs> as uh, Greg Valentino would say. So, yeah, Happy New Year to you too, buddy. I hope you're doing well. I hope everything is going well with your um, 
supplement uh, supplement journey. Let's keep it PC. Oh shit! All right, alcohol is starting to work. Eighty-five to one hundred five resting. Yeah, you need to talk with a cardiologist, <laughs> bro, bro. That's not good. Yeah, you're either overtrained, trained, or mad unhealthy, or you take way too many stimulants. All right, lay off the Adderall, please. Incredible. As what am I smoking? I think this is a Casa Fuente Maduro wrapped. And I have a terrible, like they all have a special name, right? The only thing I can remember is uh, Cohiba Maduro, Maduro 5 uh, Genios, Genios size. Uh, but those are unfortunately not available anymore. And I smoked all the average size. I, I don't even know what the normal size of the Maduro 5 is. Um, but yeah, I'm terrible at remembering names. I just ask for advice. And then I get a couple ones. And I'm usually uh, uh, pleasantly surprised at what the guys at the Humidors recommend me. Uh, sometimes it's like $10. It's great. Sometimes it's $50. It's great. Sometimes the $15 ones are not so great. Uh, but then again, it's only $15. And then uh, you don't feel too sad about smoking $15 cigar that's uh, not great. And then you, you know, have a more expensive one and then you feel better about yourself again. Boozer is increasing. Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole point. But I think I'm the only one actually getting fucking slammered. Ah. One drink every 30 minutes. I'm uh, right on uh, target. All right. Stay on target, guys. Stay on target. Stimulants will age you faster. Yeah, because your heart rate goes up. And of course, heart rate is directly correlated to how fast you age because you only have so many heart beats in your lifetime. Cornelius Barkin, what's up, dude? What's up? How have you been? How's the, uh, the anabolic train going for you? 53 heart rate at the moment. All right, Sash is uh, considered an athlete. Nice work. There's a big Jonko. What, what the hell is Jonko? Jonko. Meaning. I'm dating myself. Jonko is the emperor of the sea. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> is Luffy considered a Jonko? All right. Just call in and show me what you mean. And then let's see what we can do. <laughs> I live at high altitude and 75 to 80 uh, beats per minute heart rate is normal. Okay, I didn't know that. I was not aware. Let's see, Cornelius, going, uh, it's going awesome, brother. Are you going to do Arnold? I would love to grab an anabolic selfie with you. <laughs> um, for now, I'm going to say no, but I might change my mind last minute. Right? Again, I'm, I'm trying to get my wife pregnant, and I don't want to go too far from house, because last time I went to the USA, we missed an opportunity of conception, or basically missed it, because she was right ovulating on the day she arrived. 
And uh, since we only get to, you know, two tries per ovulation round, um, I think that opportunity was lost because she was traveling and that's obviously not the best time to start conceiving. So I'll have to uh, have a look. And if she's pregnant, but I can't talk about it, uh, when the Arnold Classic takes place, then I'm not going to go. It's as simple as that. So, yeah, uh, maybe. I could do a lot last minute last minute uh, change though. I, I might not be able to get favorable tickets. I know Chase Irons, Paul Burnett, the whole crew, they got tickets already. Um, but of course, if I get a last minute uh, airplane ticket, but I won't be able to get a, a ticket to the show, then that's not the end of the world. I can still go to the expo and that kind of stuff. But I might decide like a month ahead. Yeah. So uh, for now, I'm going to say no, but uh, you never know, right? You never know. But yeah, you'll be able to meet uh, anybody from the Anabolic uh, Bodybuilding Podcast and uh, Chase Irons is going to be there as well. And of course, all of your favorite bodybuilders should be at the Arnold Classic too. Iron Grid. All right. Let me, let me uh, build up some confidence to answer this question. Iron Grid has got a drug-related question. I heard azetamide can prevent omega-3 absorption. HDL cholesterol. Is this true to an extent? I was considering buying some for endless eggs, bacon. <laughs> I love those too much. Um, well, you should always eat healthy first and use the drugs if needed um, when the diet alone can't improve your blood work parameters, right? I mean, I eat healthy basically 24-7 besides, you know, a cigar and some alcohol, uh, you know, once in a blue moon. And uh, but I still eat healthy. So if I need azetamide, it's only on cycle when I run higher dosages. So um, it, I tried to research back in the day, like two years ago, if you can inhibit uh, steroid absorption, but I can't remember uh, running past any information that omega three absorption is impaired as well. I mean, I, I ran azetamide and fish oil and my HDL was as good as it can be on a cycle when I was supplementing with fish oil and taking steroid and taking azetamide. So I'm not entirely sure if that's true, but if it is true, there's probably some scientific evidence to support that. Um, but yeah, if you need azetamide to eat endless eggs and bacon, then you're doing it wrong. And then you're doing it wrong, Iron Grid, please. Big house, can increasing calories in some cases cause fat loss? New coach is suggesting I ate 800 calories to my uh, existing caloric intake, even though I already feel like I'm gaining weight right now. Um, I mean, in the long run, it can cause fat loss because you increase your metabolic rate and 800 calories increase might be a little bit too much. Personally, I would recommend when I was still coaching, I would recommend my clients to increase it with about 10%. So let's say you're eating 3000 calories right now, I would add in 10%, 3300 calories in total. And then maybe two weeks later, you increase it with another 10%. And then two weeks, three weeks, four weeks later, you increase it with 10% again. So I feel that the caloric increase of 800 calories is a little bit too steep. You'll probably gain some strength, obviously, but you'll also gain strength if you increase your calories by 10%. So uh, on 800 calories, you'll probably get fat unless you're already eating 8,000 calories, which I highly doubt. So uh, in the long run, it can cause fat loss because again, your caloric intake will be higher than before. And if you increase your metabolic rate to match your caloric intake, and then you start cutting, then you start inducing fat loss at a higher caloric intake, and then your endpoint calorie uh, intake 
when you're close to 8% body fat, 6% body fat will be higher than before going through this process during the off season. All right, I hope that makes sense. I eat bacon and eggs daily and lots of meat plus testosterone injections. All right, you must be swole. You must be swole, dick, cock, tookie. Yeah. Bacon and eggs, baby. Steak and eggs. That's better than bacon. Bacon is too much fat, even though I did have some bacon today uh, on top of my hamburgers. Yeah, it's the end of the years, guys. I got to enjoy myself a little bit. Yeah, so all this preaching. I mean, I did, uh, I did have some hamburgers today. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all day uh, back Chody, does TRT affect fertility? Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Any exogenous testosterone or testosterone derivative, any exogenous steroids will affect your fertility negatively. And that's why we have fertility protocols. Otherwise, I would still be on TRT. Let's see. Mm -mm -mm. Have you seen that Svein Falzen guy? No, I have not. Svein Falzen. Is that the young guy that was on, uh, oh yeah, Genetic Anomaly. Like, yeah, I watched that, I forgot his name already. I watched that podcast with uh, Nal Nygaard. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I hope he stays healthy. That's my only advice I would give to this kid. 20 years old, fucking huge. All right, which is good to gain followers, but it's not so good for your health. So uh, again, I would recommend all the young bucks out there that are uh, willing to go uh, take that much steroids to get that huge to also hire a coach, a coach that's a little bit um, more knowledgeable about the health aspect of running higher dosages so uh, they can uh, reach all their goals while it uh, stay as healthy as possible. Yeah. He's only been training for three years. I mean, Rami was training for, for what, three years, and then he got his pro card. So, guys, it's not unheard of, but it's only for a select amount of people out there that they gain so much size, um, you know, and get pro cards and look absolutely big. And again, you know, most of these guys, they don't post their blood work. They just uh, post the pictures. And, of course, pictures are very impressive, but ideally you have the blood work that's also impressive to match. And there's not so many people out there that have impressive blood work when they're huge, including myself. I know how to do everything right, and even my blood work is not perfect when I'm uh, phenomenally big, but it's better than most people who are at the same size. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. So... Again, time will tell, you know, let's see how these guys look after 10 years, 20 years in the sports. Uh, most of these guys will disappear after uh, less than 10 years. But I wish them all the best, right? I don't wish any ill health upon anybody. And if one wants to ride the sauce train and uh, get this big at 20 years old, then, um, yeah, I really hope for his future life that he puts something in place to keep himself healthy. Yeah, it does look fucking big, though. Juicy.
Jjoff, look at that bicep. Is it this one? No, it's the other one. It's the other one. There you go. This one is less impressive, though. I'm in a short break now, so I just came to say Happy New Year and a heart frontable bicep to you, Steve, and the whole vigorous crew. Frontable bicep for you guys. Not the best frontable bicep anymore, but um, at one point, they'll be a little bit more impressive. Happy New Year, buddy. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for the super chat. Always highly appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Bruno Russia. Have you seen Godzilla minus one? I've seen it. Very good movie. Or I've seen, I have seen very good reviews about it. Yeah, it, it apparently it's the best movie of the year. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen a torrent um, of it come by. Uh, yes, I, I download most of the movies. Shame on me, but uh, it, it's not playing in the cinemas here. So um, I am uh, um, patiently waiting for a, a download to show up, and then I will watch Godzilla minus one in 4K on my 4K TV. Yeah, hopefully there will be an HDR version, but it will probably be like some sort of um, Amazon or Netflix download, and then I will watch it in the highest possible quality I can watch. I watched um, the previous Godzilla. Which one was it called? Where it keeps mutating. Um, let me see. Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I watched that recently. And uh, that one was fun. Yeah, that one was, was fun. A lot of destruction. Yeah. Oh, get out of here. Silly fly. But I'm waiting for this. Did you guys watch the new trailer for uh, Godzilla vs. Kong? I mean, a purple Godzilla looks like he's uh, going to kick some fucking ass. Yeah, I love Godzilla. It's fun. Yeah. Especially, I mean, it's so bad that it's good, right? I mean, Godzilla versus Kong with Mecha Godzilla, you're just like on the edge of your seat and you can really feel those punches. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm an 80s kid, so I love uh, cheesy movies. And, uh, you know, with uh, worse, with bad CGI, it becomes even better. Even though the CGI was pretty good, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that Godzilla versus Kong movie had some good CGI. Samrat, happy new year in advance. Thanks for all the info. Happy new year, buddy. Hope you have a good time tomorrow. Thanks for the super chat. Uh, Big House, are you going to follow up on Colton inviting you and others to the Cheesecake Factory once he moves to Thailand? Uh, yes, uh, I think he comes in two days. So next weekend on Saturday or Sunday, the 6th or 7th of January, I have an opening to go to the Cheesecake Factory. And... Um, I'm going to negotiate some discount for us. Yeah, because the general manager is a uh, avid follower of the Vigorous crew. So if you're watching, uh, a discount for me and my crew, please. Yeah, it's already cheaper than in the United States. And we don't have that obligatory uh, gratitude of uh, what 18 to 22% uh, like they do in the United States. Uh, so it's, it's significantly cheaper here. And it tasted exactly the same. So uh, good work of all the guys that flew over here to make sure that the brand recognition and the quality of the Cheesecake Factory is on par with the US. And uh, and hopefully we can make some sort of discount with the general manager because I have heard through the grapevine that he offered some uh, discount to a friend of mine. Yeah. Greatest, look at that selfie. 
four months on four i use growth hormone per day i'm assuming that's growth hormone not insulin uh, and 150 micrograms T4, thyroid stimulating hormone is, let's say, middle of the reference range. Free, uh, free T4 is one point. Uh, is that, it seems a little bit low. Again, I can't remember what the reference range is of free T4 and free T3. And I don't have my notes with me. So I'm assuming you're not happy with those numbers. Adding in one IU growth hormone and 100 micrograms IGF-1 LR3. Adding, so you're going to five IUs growth hormone, or you're having four IUs insulin and then adding on one IU of growth hormone. Uh, 100 micrograms IGF-1 LR3 per day. Should I add in more T3 or any, or should I add in more T4 or more, or any T3? Man, the alcohol is really starting to work, right? Uh, working my way up to eight IUs growth hormone. So I'm assuming you're building your way up and we're not talking about insulin here. Over the next five months cycling uh, with 100 micrograms IGF-1 LR3. Man, so cryptic. And I'm mildly intoxicated now, so I'm doing my best here. I'm hanging on for dear life, guys. Um, how sure are you that your T4 is legit? But Because I would suspect that your thyroid-stimulating hormone with this much growth hormone and this much T4 is um, one. Yeah, one. So add in the one IU growth hormone. Add in some selenium to see if it helps with deiodinase enzyme activity, which is needed for the conversion of T4 into T3, right? Those deiodinase enzymes that convert T4 into T3 full with selenium or selenium, however the fuck you want to pronounce it. So maybe add in 100 micrograms selenium morning, 100 micrograms selenium in the evening, then do blood work again on five. I use a growth hormone and the same amount of T4. And then if that doesn't do the trick, drop it to 50 micrograms T4 and add in 25 mil micrograms T3. Uh, split up over two dosages, so that's 12.5 micrograms T3 in the morning plus 25 micrograms T4, and then the same thing in the afternoon, not too late because otherwise it might keep you awake, and then see how your thyroid parameters look uh, by that time. But again, T3 might not be required unless you're eating a boatload of food um, because your TSH is not alarmingly high, and I think your free T4 and free T3 levels are in the middle of the reference range, if I remember correctly excuse me, if I remember correctly. Um, so again, I would just add in selenium and one IU growth hormone, do blood work again, and then see if you need to make further adjustments. Yeah. Mm. Adrian, thank you so much for the super sticker. Let's see. Navit, can you give a quick rundown of, of your injuries, what you did to fix them? Also, are there any SARMs with unique benefits like Trin when cutting? Uh, on the last question, no. A uh, quick rundown of my injuries. I tore my pec on racking 315. I didn't even get to bench it. My shoulder slipped. So let me give you a visual demonstration. I was on racking, right? You go from here to here. And then my shoulder slipped. And then it... it injured my pec and I was a micro tear I had like one or two black and blue spots um and I felt like three fibers tear so it wasn't the end of the world but it took me months to build up the confidence to press heavy again and I tore both of my hamstrings on both time that was anadrol I have a video about that both the, one time on the lying leg curl and one time on the seated leg curl um not 
getting enough electrolytes in probably uh, doing uh, that much anadrol 50 milligrams pre-workout on the ketogenic diet i was running at the time so i have three serious injuries and then i broke my leg in a motorcycle accident um so all of those uh, the motorcycle accident was before i ever took uh, performance enhancing drugs so that healed um did us normally and with the anadrol and the pec tear i just uh, started making those in growth hormone because i think at that time i wasn't aware or tb500 wasn't available so uh, it just fixed with time and I, I i've been running uh, collagen protein and vitamin c and and you know eating healthy for long periods of time and when you take some anadrol and growth hormone it actually heals pretty fucking fast but if you do have access to TB500, to BPC157, and uh, GHK Copper, which again, I mentioned in the uh, how to heal your connective tissue from injury videos, right? The tendons of steel videos, then uh, that is basically the best protocol. And SARMs with unique benefits. I mean, keep in mind that all the studies performed on SARMs have been performed, or a large majority of them have been performed by the developing company. And they might be slightly biased towards the effects, right? I mean, uh, the follistatin gene therapy video will drop next week. And um, all of those studies have been performed by Exceleron Pharma, right? The clinical trials and all of the studies, Exceleron Pharma. So we'll discuss that Monday or Tuesday when that video drops. Um, and honestly, I haven't dived into SARMs to that much of an extent to say that they have a unique benefit besides YK11, which could potentially increase follistatin levels follosatin levels and thus um, have some additional anabolic effects um so yeah if you want to replace the trend with something i would go with a sterile serum like yk11 even though there's only five studies they will all be linked in the how to run serums safely video which will drop after the last chapter of the entrepreneur nootropic deep dive uh part two chapter four video yeah Godzilla minus one on cam. I, I'm not watching cams anymore. No, no, not watching cams. I, I used to do that when the internet was uh, not so fast as it is right now, but uh, 2160p, please, no more cams. Are you ever going to do another BioBros with Alec and Derek? Uh, I would love to, but I think BioBros is dead. But uh, Derek, if. Um, if he's uh, willing to make some time out of his busy schedule, then uh, I'm up for it. Yeah, I'm up for it, but I will wait until Derek is ready. Yeah, he's, he's on much bigger podcasts right now than BioBros. <laughs> so I will be available when Derek is available, but I think BioBros is uh, pretty much dead. Yeah, we haven't had an episode for a year. The last time we recorded was um, the 5th of January uh, this year, and then it took four months to release. So... Don't count on it. But if it does happen, then uh, be pleasantly surprised. Thoughts on microgreens versus whole veggies? Um, well, uh, since I eat whole veggies and never took any microgreens, um, I, I think that kind of uh, answers your question. I just like whole veggies, man. It keeps your intestinal tract healthy, right? And then you can, uh, you know, bitch about oxalates and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, microgreens haven't been around for that long. And whole veggies have been around for a very long time and and microgreens are, are pretty expensive albeit that the micronutrient content is of course very very dense so i just feel that the fiber content of microgreens is not so sufficient unless you go with like 500 uh, grams of microgreens per day but that i don't know would get a little bit boring so i would go with the 400 grams whole veggies and maybe 100 grams um, um, microgreens and then have a nice balanced vegetable intake 
Alright, this thing keeps going out. Alright, let's load up another drink. Because I'm uh, drying out right here. And I'm already one uh, glass behind. On a scale from uh, 1 to 10, how sober am I right now? I'd be honest. Because if I start going uh, ballistic, then uh, obviously we're going to have to pull the plug. <laughs> That's more than a shot, right? But it has ice cubes. Oh. Let's fill that up some more so I don't have to do that again. I was expecting you guys to put like super chats and then they make me drink shots. But luckily, there's some mostly adults here. And Steve, here's $1. Do a shot. Doesn't work like that. All right, let's light this bad boy up again. Man, there's so much ash on this table. I got to bring this entire setup back into the room, <laughs> into the house <laughs> after we're done. Solo, because my wife is sleeping. All right, where are we? Big House, what do you think is bodybuilding? Uh, what do you think of bodybuilding with Aaron as a coach? His name is Aaron Burke. And <laughs> right, he's a good friend of mine. I coached him for about three, four years. He basically knows everything that I know. And he was always my first referral if you're looking for a bodybuilding coach. So all of the people that I've referred to him are very, very happy. I think I referred... 15 or 20 of my previous clients and the, i think all of them are still with him you know i don't keep tabs on my previous clients but i think the large majority of the people that moved from me to aaron are still with him so they're perfectly happy you know he um he's pretty rough around the edges sometimes right he makes you work um because he's a hardcore bodybuilder just like i used to be so um i don't give him a try for three months i don't think you'll be disappointed i think you'll be very very happy with the service that he offers and I don't get a kickback for that. I mean, I uh, I know what he's capable of and the results that he gets. So uh, I would like to see more people get those same results. But you'll have to work for it, right? Results are never free. All right. I think that everybody has um, called in that wanted to call in. So let's remove the StreamYard link because we're two hours in already. And uh, I might be too intoxicated to hold a conversation with the people I've never met. Ooh, super chat flood. All right, here we go. Rusty Shacklefort is alive. I don't catch that reference, but I guess it's from... Oh, what is that cartoon again? Oh, never mind. I've long since retired from bodybuilding, and I want to take a moment to pop in and say thanks for everything you do and have done. And part two below. All right. Part two, uh, continue to do. Leo and Joe would be so proud of you and all you have accomplished. Best wishes and health to you. And um, Mrs. Coach Steve, 2024 will be amazing for you, Coach. Count on it. Uh, thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate it. I think Joe would be very, very happy um, uh, of the success that I've um, accomplished so far. I mean, he was always... Like, me and Joe go way back, like, before I was famous and before he really blew up on Instagram. And we always kept uh, in touch. And it's really, really sad to see him going. 
uh, unfortunately, I had a blowout with Leo before he passed away, so we didn't really, uh, we weren't really on good terms, which is uh, documented on my YouTube channel, in the the you know the, the video that I made when uh, Leo passed. Um, would we ever be able to patch that up? I'm not entirely sure, uh, but it, it's it's still fucked up on, uh, on on what happened to him. And again, we I don't entirely know what happened, but I would hope that uh, at one point we get some clarity. And then uh, that the family can uh, come to peace and come to terms with uh, what happened to Leo. And with Joe, uh, we, we kind of know what happened, right? The, f the family will never release his autopsy, uh, which they're in their perfect right to. So we can speculate that he uh, passed away from an, uh, an aneurysm. Um, and yeah, that, that, that was fucking rough. Yeah, I heard it within, I don't know, 30 minutes. His, uh, his good friend called me when that happened. So... Um, I'm sure if Joe is watching down on me, uh, he's happy for my success. I'm not entirely sure for Leo, but um, yeah, I, I, maybe at one point when I uh, when we meet each other again, we can uh, kind of make amends and uh, discuss everything that went wrong. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you. All right, next one. Uh, TL, I started 1.5 IUs daily genotropin a couple of weeks ago. Will morning sleepiness go away over time? Uh, no. <laughs> no, but it gets less. So uh, it depends on when you take it. Like if you take it in the morning, obviously you're going to get a morning sleepiness. But if you take genotropin before bed or any kind of growth hormone for that matter, um, you're going to sleep off the sleepiness. Like I took, um, what was it, Sizen 2 IUs, 2.4 IUs this morning. And uh, I felt a little bit sleepy, but I still got all of my work done. But if I take it before the workout, um, later in the evening, so that's about, let's say I take it at 8 o'clock and I go to bed at 4, so that's 8 hours before I go to bed, I still get a productive evening in. But then again, I'm, I'm well-versed with my growth hormone and I take nicotinamide mononucleotide and caffeine here and there, right? I'm, I'm usually quite energetic, so it doesn't affect me anymore. But it, again, the longer you take it, the more you get used to it. And otherwise, just take it before bed for a while and then see if uh, the morning sleepiness goes away. And otherwise, if you take it before bed and you feel sleepy in the morning, then maybe take it earlier in the day, right? If you, if you train in the evening, take it pre-workout so you get a little bit of fat loss out of it and a, a nice a juicy pump, right? I do feel that a 1.5 to 2 I use growth hormone pre-workout that gives you a nice juicy pump. This is why I take it pre-workout. And uh, then the sleepiness seem to dissipate as well. <laughs> CK, snorting a line before the gym gives me good gains. Actually, it will give you a tremendous vasoconstriction and I don't think that's good for gains. If you want to snort a line, uh, do it uh, in the context of a New Year celebration, right? It's not my recommendation, but um, if you have to do it, time it right. Let's see. Does Merrick Health provide a lab for pregnenolone and DHEA? Yeah, it's actually included in my um, in, in the two panels that I offer with a discount, 10% off uh, code Vigorous. I think I have pregnenolone and DHEA and DHEA sulfate in the mega comprehensive male lab panel. All you have to do is follow that link underneath um, Merrick Health, MerrickHealth.com slash Vigorous. And then you go to the more expensive lab panel. I'm sure it's in there. And I don't think I included it in the uh, budget panel. That's mostly for a health checkup if you run anabolic amgenic steroids. Even though it would be good to add in pregnenolone and DHEA and DHEA sulfate. Right? So you can make um, adjustments to your protocol. Oh, here. Marathon Man. Great fucking movie. 
Uh, what is Coach Steve sipping on? I am sipping on what is it called Belvini. Let's get the bottle. Oh, Belvini, not Belvini, Belvini. I have a the Belvini double wood, so that's a double cask, twelve years old, uh, matured in two distinct casks, and I think it was a. It was a whiskey oak, whiskey oak cask and sherry oak cask. 12 years. Yeah. I wanted to go for a, um, was it McAllen? No. Uh, I think it was a McAllen. Yeah, McAllen, 18 year old. And, but I realized it was like $700. So um, I decided not to buy it because a $700 bottle of whiskey in the house is. Um, not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so I bought this $40 bottle, $50 bottle. Yeah. Uh, big house. Oh, no, dad is chugging the Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, for that joke, cheers. Uh, luckily for me, I do not get aggressive while drinking alcohol. I actually don't get aggressive drinking uh, or, or taking any kind of recreational drug. But when I take a trick Trimbalone, uh, Daddy Steve is uh, angry. That's why Daddy Steve hasn't touched Trimbalone for uh, over eight years. Yeah. Out again. Oh, here are the, here are the comments. You're at like seven to eight. Hen haven't gone off the rails yet. Cognitive, uh, but not a toggle pig yet. All right, so... Man, how far am I behind on the questions? <laughs> I asked it well, a while ago. Adam Hearn says I'm a 4 out of 10, so I'm, I'm plastered. And Caesar says um, I'm a 69. Um, I don't think I'll get any 69 tonight, but um, the night is still young. No, I'll, I smell like cigar. Uh, no, it's not going to happen. Let's see, Kratos, another super chat. 13 hours uh, after taking four IOs growth hormone, 50 milligrams pregnenolone, 75 milligrams DHEA, 20 milligrams progesterone cream. Levels are 37 nanograms per deciliter pregnenolone. Uh, what is the pregnenolone range? DHEA sulfate, I know that's at the top of the range. And prolactin, that's pretty high. Adjustments, um, remove the progesterone cream. And then, um, what is the pregnenolone range? Pregnenolone. Guys, it, it would help me a lot if you include the reference range. And out again. All right, so the reference range for men is between 100 to 200 nanograms per deciliter. So you're a little bit on the low side. Just keep in mind that if you test free pregnant alone, that um, you know a, a good amount of that can convert into pregnenolone sulfate, which is probably a, a better test to test, but it, it's not available everywhere, right? That's why I usually test DHEA sulfate because it's a reservoir for DHEA. And if you're supplementing with this much DHEA and you get 500 micrograms per deciliter, then I would say that that's good. Um, prolactin, I feel, is a little bit too high. That's that's usually slight impairment of libido and erectile quality and erectile uh, refractory uh, rate, right? The, the 
the, the, the time in between uh, ejaculations. So I would remove the progesterone cream first. Then um, see how you feel and if prolactin levels goes down. And if prolactin levels doesn't go down, then um, check your pregnenolone sulfate to see if that's elevated while your free pregnenolone levels are, um, let's say, low middle of the range. Right? And again, it's just numbers on paper. It's uh, just a moment in time. And then you have to go with how you feel in general. Yeah, which I include in an upcoming video, what's the best dose of testosterone. But again, those videos will take some time to drop because I only have one editor. Ooh. Tasty. <laughs> Fucked. How are you doing, small man? Uh, well, I'm obviously I'm small, but wearing a black shirt doesn't help, and being off steroids for over a year or for close to a year doesn't help either. But I'm doing all things considering. I'm doing pretty fucking good. Yeah, I'm doing pretty fucking good. Um, so first you insult me, and now you want to know about clear skin. Um, how do you have such clear skin? <laughs> Actually, want to know? Uh, glutathione injections, clean eating, uh, sweating every day in the gym or uh, just being outside and being in Thailand. So, uh, yeah, and, and being uh, older. And my hormone, hormone fluctuations are non-existent because I don't take exogenous steroids anymore. So, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on using oil of uh, oregano to prevent getting a cold? My girlfriend keeps trying to push it on me. So I used oregano oil um, extract, which, what was the active ingredient? There's one ingredient in there that helps with candida overgrowth, but I'm not sure if it can prevent you from getting a cold. Um, I'm not sure. I used it for, I think, like two years straight as a recommendation that I uh, heard somewhere from Tony Freeman, who ran or, um, Oregano, or Oregano, whatever the fuck it, it's called. Uh, he ran that for um, candida overgrowth, and this is one of the reasons why his stomach was always so tight. So I'm not entirely sure if that can prevent uh, a cold, but if there's some evidence or some articles that show that oregano oil can prevent a cold, a cold then uh, give it a try. I think the capsules were 80 milligrams. Oregano oil. I think it's in my year-round supplement stack. Uh, now foods. Oh, 181 milligrams per capsule. Yeah, 180 milligrams Oregonum vulgara extract at 55%. Give it a try. I ran one capsule before bed. Um, it will uh, yeah, give you a, a burning sensation on your asshole, though. So take it with some food. It's, it's pretty potent. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Pyro Adams, what cigars are you smoking? Do you smoke Cubans? I usually only smoke Cubans um, because that's what I have access to through my... Um, uh, Casa de Holbano in uh, Holland. But at this time, I am smoking a Casa Fuenta, which I'm not even sure where that's from. Casa Fuenta. Las Vegas? Oh, what the hell? Philippines? Cigar? I'm not entirely sure. I went to the 8th Lounge in um, in Las Vegas and they recommended me a good amount of Maduro-wrapped 
cigars. Oh, I guess this is uh, just locally produced. Oh, it is fucking tasty, I'll tell you that. Yeah, so this is the one. We're almost done. No, probably can't see it, but it is uh, mad tasty. I think it's time to remove the wrapper. No, that's the best I can do. All right. I'm going to keep going until uh, my lips burn. It's a $45 cigar after all. All right, what's next? If you were a pro athlete, what sport would you play? What drugs would you take for it? Um, if I was a pro, if I were a pro, I would be a pro bodybuilder. Yeah, I'd probably be a pro bodybuilder in classic, though. I don't think I would ever gain the size uh, needed. I, of course, if you see me now, I, I wouldn't even be uh, men's physique. But I, I used to be pretty big uh, when I was still training hard on a boatload of steroids. So if I were a pro athlete, I'd be a, a, a IVB pro in classic. I would not place high, though, because my waist is way too big. But I do pull a mad vacuum, and my frontal bicep is pretty impressive when I'm sauced to the gills. Um, so I would do bodybuilding, which technically isn't a sport, it's a pageant. Um, and what drugs would I take? I would take all of the drugs. Yeah, to be competitive. Yeah, I would take all of it. And with the knowledge I have now, I would be able to coach myself. Um, but since priorities in life have superseded my selfish uh, classic physique or bodybuilding aspirations, um, I don't think I'll ever turn pro at anything. Um, unless you count... Um, being a pro YouTuber, right? I do have that plaque. I do have the check mark. So that should count for something, right? So yeah, I would take all of the drugs to be competitive. But that, that ship has sailed. Zachary Voigt. Hey, Steve, currently taking 250 milligrams of testosterone annotate. I'm at testosterone sitting at 1,000 nanograms per deciliter. That's actually quite low for the amount of testosterone that you're taking, uh, which is great. But my estradiol is high, 78 micrograms per, uh, per milliliter. Anyways, to lower this. Well, uh, first, I would uh, recommend you to switch to pharmaceutical grade so you can have 2,000 nanograms per deciliter, not 1,000 nanograms per deciliter. If I take two 250 milligrams of testosterone annotate from Bayer Testoviron, albeit that those ampules are overfilled, the day after a one milliliter administration, my serum concentration is 2,600 nanograms per deciliter. And if I split those up to micro administrations, so that's, um, well, a seventh of the ampule. Uh, so let's see, how much is that? An ampule is, well, one milliliter, obviously. One divided by seven. Let's say a 0 0.15 milliliters or 14.15 I use on the insulin syringe. I would be about 2,000, 2,200. So I would say that your testosterone anethate is um, crap for 1,000 nanograms per deciliter. And you're aromatizing quite a bit for the amount of testosterone that you have. So uh, look into aromacin. I don't think that decarboinositol, zinc, methane, nicotine is going to get your estradiol levels down when you're running a, um, a little bit more than uh, HRT dose of testosterone. So um, I would say 12.5 milligrams aromacin over the week, 6.25 milligrams Monday, Friday. Uh, do daily micro-administrations, get your body fat levels down, and then check your uh, serum estradiol levels to see how much it went down before you proceed to 12.5 uh, milligrams aromacin two times per week, or 6.25 milligrams, 6.125 milligrams aromacin. Um, no, what, what is it? 12.5, so that's, yeah, 
All right. Cheers. 6.25 milligrams uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? Just slow increments so you don't go too low in your estradiol, which will uh, negatively affect your libido, right? I think on a sim testosterone of 1,000 nanograms per deciliter, I think an estradiol of 40 to 50 picograms per milliliter, also top of the reference range, is ideal. Salt lightning, uh, bourbon or whiskey? I don't even know. I think it's whiskey. Single malt scotch whiskey. Yeah. Single malt scotch whiskey. Uh, Carlos H, how do you fit recreational gaming into your schedule? Tips or tricks? Uh, tips to trick your brain into enjoying them like a kid again without feeling like you should be on the grind all the time. Um, well, I don't really fit them in my schedule. Right? When I was playing um, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, I uh, was less productive because I sp spent like three hours per day at the end of the day playing video games. And because it's at the end of the day, guess what? You're also dreaming about playing video games. So that's the added benefit, right? You get free play at midnight while you're actually sleeping. Um, so I had many a dream about uh, beating Ganondorf with all of the crazy uh, things that I've done. Oh, there's a lot of sirens going on. I think... Um, End of the day drama is already starting at the end of the year. Let's see. So a recreational gaming, I would only do with nine and nine and a half uh, uh, out of 10 rated games. And then you only play games that are really, really good, right? Once in a while. So I didn't play games since Breath of the Wild. And the next game I played was Tears of the Kingdom. So that's six years in between. Six years. Right? And I really want to play the remake of Resident Evil 4, but I don't have time. So um, I would only play high-level games so you get um, right that new experience, which is the same what you got as a kid, right? I mean, if you play Legend of Zelda when you're 15 years old, I mean, dude, that's 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 fucking earth-shattering experience, you know? That will stay with you forever. Of course, not everybody gets uh, to uh, go through that because not everybody's old as fuck like I am. <laughs> uh, well, considered uh, compared to the young bucks out there. But um, I would only play the best of the best games. And then when you do play them, you make some extra time for it. And uh, you, you might have to sacrifice uh, spending time elsewhere. So, yeah, we have a lot of responsibilities, right? You have six cats, two outside. Where are my outside cats? They were here before. They probably don't like the, probably don't like the cigar smell. Um, where was I? So yeah, if you have a lot of responsibilities, then it's very hard to fit games in. And and since I have a lot of responsibilities, I barely play games. Yeah, it's that simple. Yeah. But otherwise, if it's a really good game, you make time, right? Johnny Olmino, $5 super sticker. But if you have a question, please post it below. Pardon me while I relight my cigar. Now we're almost getting towards the end now. I don't really like neither. I, I used to have like a Coke Zero stint, but I haven't drank any Coke 
or Pepsi in a long ass time. Unless I go to Cheesecake Factory when you get uh, Pepsi or Diet Pepsi refills unlimited. So that's when I drink it. But I dare you inhale that cigar. Okay, what do you have to dare? I don't see a super, uh, super chat. So get busy. Uh, thoughts on Heptrol for liver health. Uh, I'm not sure what Heptrol is. Heptrol. What is Heptrol used for? Uh, what does it contain? Adamethionine. I'm not sure. But this does look interesting. So um, ask me again next week. Heptrol. I'll do some research in the meantime if I don't forget um, to research because I'm uh, full with whiskey. Pepsi Max is bait. That shit is cool. Yeah. Ricky Chapel, Steve, your knowledge is mind-boggling. Did you go to college or are you simply time-served? Uh, time-served, but I also went to college. Uh, how, where do you keep all of? Where do you keep up with all of your knowledge? Well, it's very simple. You guys ask me questions. If I don't know, but it sparks my interest, then I go down the rabbit hole and start doing some more research. This is why we have the follow-statin gene therapy video dropping next week because a lot of guys were asking about ACE031 and ACE083. So it's like, you know what? If a lot of people are asking about it and uh, it might uh, be, uh, you know, something uh, worth diving into, then I'll make a video about it. And through the um, research process of making a video, you'll learn. Um, but I've always been self-taught. Right? I mean, I went to university for knowledge engineering or information engineering. And um, so I, I'm basically uh, trained into how piece how to piece things together. And I think that serves me well on how to piece things together when it comes to pharmacology, biology, and everything else that we uh, discuss on this YouTube channel. So, um, so I just keep up because I like to. I'm interested in pharmacology, biology, et cetera, and nutrition. Um, and because you guys want to see videos about that uh, kind of topic, then I get to learn more and get paid for it and increase my subscriber count. So it's kind of self-serving in that sense. But you always be, you have to, you know, be on the on the lookout for new information. And I, I'm smart enough to understand that the scientific evidence of today is uh, not the scientific evidence of tomorrow. And uh, for example, like uh, you guys know Physionic, I should do a podcast with him. I like his cha YouTube channel. Physionic is uh, the documenting you know, all the health benefits of taurine and, and acetylcysteine. And I think he's really um, um, in favor of uh, taurine supplementation and, and acetylcysteine supplementation. Um, but 10 years ago, 12 years ago, or 15 years ago, when I started with taurine and, and, acetyl supple uh, and acetylcysteine supplementation, most of the scientific evidence regarding longevity outcomes wasn't there. Right? There was enough scientific evidence and research available that I figured, you know what, taurine and NSC, that sounds like a good approach to do. And nowadays, uh, NMN is all the hype, right? A lot of people notice that it improves sleep quality, improves energy levels, um, you know, overall quality of life. But Physionic is not for NMN because the scientific evidence is thin. So I will say to that, uh, get your hands dirty early on, right? It is an expensive supplement, way more expensive than taurine or NAC, but the scientific evidence isn't there yet. And I'm not willing to wait until the scientific evidence is there because the benefits that I get out of nicotinamide mononucleotides are apparent to me. Um, so yeah, you know, sometimes the uh, the knowledge isn't there yet, but I, I'm not afraid to take supplements that have no real knowledge uh, and scientific evidence behind it. Um, I don't mind being the first. Uh, 
right? To run that for longer periods of time. Spam a physionic in his comment section so we can do a, a collaboration. He had a, a, a podcast with Brad, Dr. Brad. Man. I want to get, I want to say Schoenfeld, but that's the one who uh, just made a study about uh, protein post-workout. Man, physionic, what, what, what part? You know, who, uh, brought me to his YouTube channel, my dad. It's like, you should watch this guy. He's really in, in tune with the scientific evidence. I felt like a little stab. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Physionic. Stanfield. Yeah, not Schoenfeld, or Brad Stanfield. That was a good podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I should get him on. I like Physionic. Seems like a smart dude. Bazooka. How can you be less muddy, muddy on a cut? Sometimes I can be a real oh, moody. <laughs> not muddy. <laughs> Uh, Bazooka asks, how can you be less moody on a cut? Sometimes I can be a real jackass. I have no patience for little things. Uh, don't take train. Don't take clean. And diet a little bit slower. And uh, watch the Entrepreneur Nootropic Deep Dive video series where I discuss how to upregulate your dopamine and how to upregulate your uh, norepinephrine and epinephrine, le epinephrine levels and how to upregulate your serotonin levels. And I think if you incorporate some of the over-the-counter supplements, which I discussed there, um, your moods will be pretty fucking good. I've been dieting now for uh, months in a slight caloric deficit. I get leaner and leaner and leaner, but my moods, fucking sweet. Yeah, let's say 99% of the time. Like sometimes I have my moments, I throw my temper tantrum, and then my wife is quick to remind like, hey, uh, you're acting uh, like a fucking dickhead, so cut it out. And then uh, usually uh, some 69 resolves that, and I feel a lot better about myself. Yeah, but only 69. Ah, and this table is covered in ash and um, and condensed water drops. <laughs> I'm going to have to clean up after myself quite a bit. Sam Burton, any thoughts on BBC 157 altering dopamine and serotonin levels? Somebody asked me this last week or the week before, and I didn't get a chance to uh, read up about it. Anecdotally, individuals suffering from anhedonia-like uh, effects during or after use, readings... Uh, reading that orally is worse than sub-Q. I've never talked to anybody who um, suffered from anhedonia or yeah, anhedonia from BPC-157. But again, um, you know, if what would be the mechanism? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll have to look into it. Sam, please post this in the comments uh, below after we are done with this live stream so i can research that because uh, it's been asked multiple times now and i don't know and I, I fucking hate it when i don't know yeah it hurts my ego my fragile fucking ego when i don't know stuff right everybody tells me that i know so much and then i don't know stuff and then i um i lose face after living in thailand for 18 years 17 years uh you get to lose face once in a while here also Future man, do you think injectable 5-amino-1-MQ would improve the effects? Apparently it does, but I haven't used it myself. There was one guy who was actually running this experiment, but I'm waiting for his results. 
Um, and I would assume that you get some localized effects if you inject it subcutaneously because 5-amino-1-MQ is a N-methyltransferase inhibitor which um, increases NAD plus levels in adipose tissue and thus improves um, fat metabolism and should improve uh, energy levels, which it certainly does, the oral version, and then also a fat loss uh, over time. So I would say that the injectable version is good, but I think oral 5-amino-1-MQ has pretty high uh, oral bioavailability. Yeah. John Juando. What's your current nicotinamide mononucleotide protocol? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. Um, I run 175 milligrams NMN with meals. So with five meals, that's, let's see, 175 times five is 875 milligrams NMN per day. And then I take 200 milligrams NAD plus IV on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, so um, this is one of the reasons why I talk so fast. Blue collar bodybuilding. You were on the anabolic bodybuilding uh, podcast a while back, right? What's your opinion on mega dose growth hormone administration schedule? I'm doing a 2 a.m.s, uh, 2 a.m., 2 pre bed, and 8 IUs bedtime. I'm doing 2 a.m., 2 IUs a.m., 2 IUs pre workout, and 8 IUs bedtime. Paul, Todd, and Kurt all have the same, uh, have different thoughts. So Kurt made that ebook uh, about growth hormone, which was a great read. Uh, guys, if you haven't read it yet, I mean, go to Kurt Haven's website or Paul um, uh, Paul Burnett's website where you can purchase it. Uh, it's a great read. It's, how many pages was it? I think it was 80 pages, but I'm not entirely sure. He reviewed all of the scientific evidence surrounding growth hormone. He didn't go as much in depth as uh, into dosing protocols because he just wanted to review the scientific evidence. And of course, the Americans sometimes are a little bit scared to give out exact protocols because of uh, liabilities. I mean, America is still a lawsuit heaven, uh, uh, you know, judging as an outsider. Um, but, you know, whatever skins the cat. I would say I've, I've done all kinds of protocols. I've done growth hormone IV. I've done growth hormone sub Q. I've done growth hormone intramuscular. I've done, um, you know, eight IUs every single day. I've done like a bolus dosages of growth hormone three times per week, pre-workout, post-workout. And uh, long story short, um, there's a direct correlation between the dose of growth hormone uh, that you take uh, every single day and, and, and fullness and, and potential muscle growth. If you combine it with anabolic energetic steroids and, and blue collar bodybuilding as you're doing. Um, but I think the different protocols are just, you know, for different effects, right? If you want fat loss, you take two IUs before fasted cardio and two, uh, two IUs before the workout and you potentiate a little bit of additional fat loss for that. But if you want more muscle growth, you would take a, a bolus dose, which will ultimately result in more fullness, but also more impairment of insulin sensitivity. Um, so whatever works for you. If, what would I do now? If I, if, if I, I, if I didn't give a fuck and I would just do a high dose growth hormone, I would do, I would do 18 IU sub-Q uh, like Chase Irons did <laughs> before bed. Yeah, financially, I could afford it. Um, I would like to see what the effects is. But again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so health conscious nowadays that I don't think those crazy protocols are uh, meant for me anymore. Right? I got a wife and um, I got six cats. And I, I uh, hopefully at one point I got a baby on the way. And I, I got to think about uh, long-term, not short-term gains. 
Uh, bro, do you know a guy named Shervin in Bangkok? I think Shervin is in... Um, I haven't talked to Shervin a while ago. I think Shervin is in India, if we're talking about the same Shervin. I've seen photos of you with him. Yeah, those are taken ages ago. I think Shervin uh, went back to India. So I haven't talked to him for a very long time. I hope he's doing well. Ah, yes, I am. I'm Paul's buddy with Coach Todd. Coach is my wife. All right, there you go. So uh, when in doubt, uh, ask those guys and, and run some experiments to see what works best for you. This is for growth. I'm in post-rebound uh, going into the growth phase. I don't know. I would do four AUs pre-workout, two AUs uh let's say two AU, two AUs before fasted cardio because you should still do fasted cardio even during um a growth phase right for insulin sensitivity and to keep yourself lean and to acclimatize to your uh, increasing body weight two AUs pre-workout a uh, pre-fasted cardio four IUs before the workouts depending on the body part that you want to improve maybe 12 IUs post-workout with insulin and because you're in such a high insulin sensitive state, that I don't think that you'll get any kind of insulin resistance at that time. And of course, uh, you're probably on a good amount of testosterone, which also increases uh, insulin sensitivity. So I think you can get away with it. And um, yeah, that's what I would do. All right, this cigar is dead. Done. That was a good fucking uh, $45 cigar. I'll tell you that. Guys, do you mind if I go to the bathroom real quick? And then we'll continue for another 30 minutes? Yeah? All right. Be right back. Hopefully the cats don't destroy my setup here. Be right back. All right, can you guys hear me? Let's uh, do one more glass, and then uh, we're gonna throw in the towel. Cause I'm uh, I'm pretty tipsy. <laughs> I'm pretty tipsy.
Jeez, it's a mess here. But I had fun. I hope you guys had fun too. We got we got pretty far in this glass, in this uh, whiskey. Oops. Oops. That's a little bit more than one glass. <laughs> I got this whole bottle of water here, which I didn't even touch. See, I got a small one in here. Nah, I only got big ones. We're done smoking. Oh, here we go. Viren, uh, tell us a crazy story now that you're tipsy. It has to be inappropriate, fucked up, and 100% crazy. <laughs> Man, I I live in Thailand, dude. <laughs> I've I have many stories. Uh, give me give me some hints on where to start. <laughs> Steve drinking water. That's funny. Yeah, shame on me. Fire, give me some uh, hints. Ah, fuck, man. This this whiskey is good. That was money well spent. I know you think about uh, give me an entry trend horror stories um <sighs> nah, I better not <laughs> I better not all right let's move on uh James Rose Steve have you ever lived in the United States your English is excellent and sounds uh, more like an American English so yeah I grew up in the 80s and uh we used to watch the A-Team and MacGyver and uh, all kinds of cartoons and I never watched Dutch TV so I still have a little bit of a Dutch accent but I can pass in Holland if I speak English like this and pretend that I'm from New York or somewhere else so people would ask me and Steve uh, you know dude where you're from I said I'm from New York Brooklyn Right, Brooklyn, which is just a town in Holland as well. So it's New York is basically New Amsterdam, and Brooklyn is uh, one of the boroughs. Brooklyn, one of the boroughs in uh, New York, which is uh, named after a Dutch town. So um, it's not too far fetched. Um, but yeah, I, I've been speaking English for such a long time. I think as long as I can remember. I used to stay over with um, my dad. Used to work at Nike. And he had a lot of American colleagues and I would sleep over, play Dungeons and Dragons at age 11 or 12 years old. And we would have full blown conversations in English and I would be able to play Dungeons and Dragons and, and just had, you know, and, and, and spent the entire night uh, just, just speaking English. So I never had really had a trouble with it, uh, but I still am cursed with a little bit of a Dutch accent. Yeah. Ari, uh, Steve, Bitcoin price predictions for the new year. Uh, Bitcoin spot ETF application approval potentially incoming. Yeah, it might be coming sooner than later, but I have a feeling. I have a feeling that it's going to be a, a buy the rumor, which I have been doing uh, quite a bit, and sell the news, which I will also be doing. So what I do I expect? Again, not financial advice. Let's have a look at um, Binance, which again, all my uh, charts are uh, on my desktop. We are right now um, at 24,000 or 42,500. 
which is a little bit over the Fibonacci level. And I think it's still over the um, Bollinger Band. So that's bullish. So what do I expect? I expect uh, the Bitcoin ETF to be approved either in, within the next two weeks and otherwise mid-March. If it doesn't get approved, we'll have a significant market dump. And if it does get approved, I think there will be a pump to about 48,000 to 50,000. And then a big fat fucking sell-off until the Bitcoin halving. Uh, which will also be a uh, you know uh, by the by the news or by the rumor uh, sell the news kind of event, and then it will surely uh, sh surely start going up. So I made about four or five trades the last year, you know, buying at bottom at um, you know electricity price. Basically, you take the average electricity price of mining one Bitcoin, which was about seventeen thousand dollars. So that's a pretty safe entry point because that's where the Bitcoin miners start to buy Bitcoin when it goes down to the bear market. So that's what I did. Then it was overextended from the bull market support band I sold. Then I bought back in at um, when I think it hit the bottom of the bull market support band. It's a 20-week uh, moving average and 21-week um, exponential moving average. And then I sold again when it was overextended from that bull market support band. Then I bought in again and then I uh, sold a little bit too early. Then I had to buy back in at a... Uh, a little bit of a loss. I think it was a 2% difference. So I lost 2% on that trade. And now I'm slowly laddering out at this point um, because it uh, it looks like the market steam has kind of rolled off based on the, the stochastic RSI. Um, so that's kind of in a downtrend, but overall it's in an uptrend. So let's see what happens. I don't mind going uh, all in to 48 to 50,000 and then uh, selling off and just uh, waiting for the market to cool down to come back to the uh, bull market support band. And then uh, after that, after it touches the bull market support band, let's say um, 33, 34,000, uh, I'm going all in. I'm going to let it sit and then start laddering out from 125,000 upwards. And then we're pretty fucking good. Yeah, then we're pretty fucking good. Yeah, so it's uh, next year, um, 2024, 2025, the, the, let's say the first three months. It's going to be very good. And then I would recommend everybody to, um, oh, not financial advice, but I would start laddering out when we hit the, what is it, Fibonacci retracements. Uh, why is this on the four-hour chart? One second, guys. 2.61 or 3.61 anywhere in between that i would start laddering out seriously and then buy back in at the average uh, electricity price which could be a year later and if you want to do some small swing trades in between uh, go for it but not with the full bank yeah not with the full bank cheers right may everybody become millionaires because a millionaire on the us dollar uh two or three years from now is not really a millionaire anymore because the denomination is fucking brutal. All right. Jackson. Uh, hey, Coach Steve, what are your thoughts on Iper Maryland and CJC1295 with or without DAC? Um, it works good for a growth hormone secretion if you're young. I'm on HCG monotherapy, 500 IOs three times per week. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, also, would adding Anavar 50 milligrams um, per day work on HCG monotherapy, uh, would that work? Uh, yes, it work. Uh, would work. 
Albeit that I would say that having a little bit of TRT, 125 milligrams testosterone inhalator, cypionate upwards, DHA and pregnenolone with ipromethal and CJC would work better. Uh, but if you want to go in the uh, growth hormone and uh, testosterone secreting stack and sprinkle in a little bit of anivar, I'm not against it. Um, but again, you'll probably get better results with two IUs, exogenous growth hormone and TRT dosages of testosterone inhalator, cypionate. Right, but again, you know, if you're already injecting, you're over that roadblock, and um, yeah, but you know, it, it's it's not a bad stack, but it's not the perfect stack. Any complications with drinking alcohol while taking berberine? I know, know there's some drug interactions with metformin and alcohol. I'm not exactly sure which ones, but if you take uh, like 500 milligrams of metformin after a night of um, what is it? Five glasses of alcohol? I wouldn't combine that. With, with berberine, I'm not entirely sure. I'm not sure. Ari, not the answer I expected, but definitely needed to hear that. Much like the content on this channel. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, buddy. Um, but again, it's not financial advice, right? This is not a financial channel. Uh, the... the the chats that I do, oh, I skipped one. The trades that I do um, are my business, and um, we're talking about performance enhancing drugs here, and uh, not about financial advice. But if you want to take something from it, and you make millions alongside of it, oh, memory card is out of space. All right. Okay, well, it's still streaming. So we are missing the last 15 minutes of this live stream. Uh, let's see. So yeah, uh, take the performance and advice with a grain of salt and the financial advice with a boatload of salt <laughs> on this YouTube channel. Uh, Johnny Alamo, have you uh, ever done UV or ozone therapy? If so, what are your thoughts? Any benefits? No, I've and I I think I started reading up about it, but I never really got far into it. So um, by all means, go ahead. Uh, it might have some benefits, but I'm not entirely sure what um and if it's worth the price so sorry i can't help you there johnny um yeah but any any treatment that works uh go for it and then all you have to do is decide if it's worth the cost because obviously for ozone therapy you need to go to a clinic and uv therapy um well besides going out to the sun going out to the sun and getting a nice fucking tan i'm not entirely sure what uv therapy entails I think I got it now. What are you doing for New Year's? Uh, well, tomorrow I'm just going to have a dinner with my wife. And uh, first, I got to sober up. I might have a little bit of a headache tomorrow. I'm going to have another meal and then drink a bottle of water to kind of get over this uh, alcohol buzz that I'm experiencing right now. So tomorrow we're going out for sushi, probably. And then uh, buy some groceries at the gourmet market. And then... Uh, which is a nice fancy grocery store you get some snacks some healthy snacks ten dollars uh, red pomelo uh yeah don't ask <laughs> um and then we're going to watch uh man what is it called I keep forgetting the names of the series that i'm watching uh let's see moon landing series oh for all mankind yeah that's season four and I think I downloaded the first eight episodes, and uh, that was a good series. So I watched the first three seasons, 
and I just saw that uh, For All Mankind is already at episode 8 of season 4. So I downloaded all of the episodes, so that will it's what we're going to binge watch while uh, cleaning the cats. That's our Sunday date day, cleaning our Swinks cats, because they're, they are mad greasy. Mm, mm, mm. Rebel Moon. Oh man, Octavian, what's up, dude? Um, fuck. Uh, I mean, that's that. That was fucking trash. <laughs> Holy shit, that was bad. And then, of course, they're going to release a four and a half hour Snyder cut. But this movie was what two hours? It was so incoherent. And I think it could be good. But right now, it's like watching John Carter of Mars. I mean, John Carter of Mars was a better movie than Rebel Moon. Yeah, I'd say it, but maybe the Snyder Cut is going to be better, but now they're really, you know, marketing into the Snyder Cut. They make a lackluster movie that's two hours, and then uh, hashtag release the Snyder Cut, which is like four and a half hours in one-to-one uh, -one aspect ratio, like old-school uh, Instagram, and probably in black and white also, and that might potentially be better, but let's see. Can you recommend a financial channel? Okay, let's go through the list. Which ones am I subscribed to now? Oh, my channel. Oh, no, 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 just here. Uh, let's see. I am subscribed to Cryptos or Us for daily news, although, um, you know, George is a little bit too bullish on the news sometimes. Like, I have, it's going to go up, it's going to go up, and they have fat retracements. Uh, Satoshi Stacker has some good insights. Benjamin Cohen, obviously the best uh, technical analysis guys and market analysis guy on the planet. Then I watch uh, Jason Pizzino, which is good to compare the, uh, let's see, the S&P Dow Jones to the crypto uh, charts. He's very good when it comes to uh, certain time ranges when markets go up and markets go down. Uh, let's see, who else do I watch? Who's another guy? Mega Will Crypto. He's very good at technical analysis in the short term and plays all the scenarios. Mega Will Crypto. And I think that's it that, that I'm subscribed to. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So that's uh, Jason Pazzini, uh, Pazzino. Cryptos are us. Mega Will Crypto. And uh, Benjamin Cohen. And what was man? I, they haven't posted a video for a while. Um, can't see my subscriptions here on this YouTube channel. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Mm, Satoshi Stacker. Alessio Rastani, even though he promotes, um, you know, that weird art um, company, which I don't really like. Like, you can invest in art. Fuck that. They don't even have that as a backing. Uh, let's see what else. Mm, chart champions yeah those guys are good in the bull market but right now they're pretty quiet <laughs> because they gave some pretty bad advice recently so those are the financial channels that i watch it's all crypto related coached by rollins he can't see my chats um did you send a super chat 
I'm going to get a boatload of questions. And if it's not a super chat or remember, I might miss it. Oh, I see that you spammed the same question. Uh, well, I'll, I'll do you solid. Let's see. What did you ask here recently? Where is it? Coached by Roland. Hey there, Steve. I'm on 600 milligrams testosterone entertain and 50 milligrams tremolone acetate per week. My blood pressure went up to 150 over 100, even being on 80 milligrams telmosartan and 5 milligrams nimbivalol. Any opinion? Magnesium deficiency. Next. 200 milligrams magnesium bisglycinate with every single meal. But feel free to start with 100 milligrams magnesium bisglycinate with every single meal because it might give you diarrhea. So uh, slowly build it up with time. And then you'll see that your telmosartan and your nubivol starts working. You probably can lower your telmosartan to 50 or 40 milligrams per day. Uh, this is a, an indication of magnesium deficiency. And it may be a vitamin D de deficiency, which goes uh, very well with magnesium, obviously, vitamin K, uh, k1 and k2 mk4 mk7 goes well with magnesium as well so i look into that that will be my first recommendation and otherwise take the trembolone out you know your blood pressure shouldn't be this high on this uh, reasonably conservative dose of testosterone and trembolone hmm all right, how am I now on a scale from 1 to 10? I'm starting to get pretty drunk. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have a tomato face. Well, my ears are pretty red, right? Damn, look at that. I didn't even have a glass of wine. All right. Mega Muscle, $5 super chat. Please um, ask your question as well. Vision Athletics. Hey, Steve, love your channel. My pleasure. Happy to hear that. Hey, Steve, I'm running A and Klein. A and Klein? A and Klein? Hmm. I'm too intoxicated to know what you mean. Uh... Oh, here. Here we go. Hey, Steve, I'm running in Columbia. What is this? Texas speech? <laughs> hey, Steve, I'm running in Columbia right now. My estradiol is 120. Holy fucking shit, unless it's bike moles per, per liter. So include that. Uh, I'm starting to experience high estrogen side effects or will high, high estrogen side effects. Will 100 milligrams to 200 milligrams dinomethane be enough to combat this or should I use Arimidex? Please include if this 120 estradiol is picograms or picograms per milliliter or bike moles per liter. All right, and then I'll answer your question. uh tina carlson hey what's up how have you been are you good i'm sorry that i you, you have to meet me disintoxicated um uh, tina i met at uh the swiss symposium and at the gym in um man, what's the gym called in uh in uh, tampa florida was it tampa fuck it wasn't tampa I'm, I'm too intoxicated, Tina. My sincere apologies. But I met you three times, and every time I met you, it was great. Tina is a competitor, fucking jacked, trains hard, and um, and very nice to meet. So, Tina, I hope you're doing well. Uh, no worries about being late, right? You're never late. Uh, you're just uh, fashionably late. And I hope you had a good workout. Uh, 
see you at the Arnold. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'll be at the Arnold. Like if my wife is, um, you know, I'll have to wait until my wife is pregnant or I have some good news. And then I might do a last minute entry, but honestly, don't count on it. Again, it's a, it's it's like 32 hours to get, no, it's over 24 hours to get to um, Columbus, Ohio. And the last time I arrived, I was pretty broken up. And if I go to the Arnold, it will be like a three-day thing unless I can schedule some podcasts. So um, yeah, I might um, I might come, but yeah, don't count on it. I, I'm, I'm, I, I've got businesses to do with my wife. But I would love to come, nonetheless. I would love to come, but, you know, priorities. All right, Realistic Start says it's picograms per milliliter. So um, his estradiol is 120 picograms per milliliter. Uh, dinylmethane is not going to fix you. A running in clomiphene, man, your LH and FSH must be like 15 or 20 milli I use per milliliter. Uh, what's your testosterone at? So dinylmethane is not going to help with this height of an estradiol. Um, I would run aromacin over arimidex because arimidex increases cholesterol levels um, because it inhibits a cholesterol metabolism. So I would run aromacin and I would start with maybe 12.5 milligrams twice per week, run it for two weeks, check your serum estradiol levels again, and then maybe reduce that to 6.25 milligrams two times or three times per week. Yeah. And check your total testosterone, FSH, and LH levels. Because if your testosterone is like 800 uh, nanograms per deciliter and your estradiol is this high, then you're probably too fat and you need to get your body fat levels down. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Tina asks, have you heard of Morpheus 8 for loose skin? No, I have not. Let me Google that. Morpheus 8. Well, it must be a popular treatment because all of my results are in Thai. Uh, limited search to English. Fractional bipolar radial frequency microneedling. Hmm. No, I have not uh, looked into this, but it does look interesting. Hmm. No, sorry, I, I can't help you with that. It would probably take me a day of research. So, all right, here, radio frequency and microneedling. Uh, if there's a service for it and there's a lot of good reviews, then it's worth looking into if it's not too expensive mm -mm. all right i will let you know i'm trying okay good luck good luck if it works well then uh, i think a lot of people would like to know about it because you know as you age you get a little bit of loose skin right and uh, and that's just part of the game but if you can fix it and you look a little bit more uh, cosmetically appealing, then it might be worth the price. Uh, let's see. Mega Muscle, did you ask your question or is it just a super chat? I think it's time to throw in the towel. I'm getting pretty drunk. <laughs> All right. Mm-mm-mm. Take a gram of two of N-acetylcysteine about an hour before you start drinking. This is a godsend for all boozers. It bonds to the acetyl, 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 the height conversion of the ethanol. 
dude why didn't you tell me on instagram like before we started because now i'm five glasses in and i'm uh, getting pretty tipsy but i will definitely take some nac before i go to bed i did not notice thank you all right guys i think um oh last one octavian okay last one last one no more super chats okay no more super chats uh let's answer this one and then we're going to uh, throw in the towel because i'm uh pretty fucking tipsy uh yeah i'm pretty fucking tipsy okay octavian asks uh thanks for making me do blood work coach uh, who know being 1.5 years in a caloric deficit kills your test feeling and sleeping a lot better really helps me through this rough patch yeah you can't die too long unless you're on some sort of hcg monotherapy and clomiphene monotherapy or a steroid cycle even the the best natural bodybuilders that died for 26 weeks see that their serum testosterone levels decline so um i hope with some caloric adjustments and some healthy eating you can bring your uh, serum testosterone levels up and then feel good again and then um make some fucking gains and fuck your wife nice and hard or fuck your girlfriend nice and hard all right alex uh alec uh, alexandra carrera uh now we have two females in the chat we have tina also a competitor and uh alex carrera i've had clients use morpheus 8 and honestly i was not impressed all right guys uh please contact each other on instagram and discuss protocols because uh if it if if they were not impressed then obviously we don't want to make tina waste precious money which she could be spending on um a growth hormone obviously all right guys um let's wrap it up because i'm a mad fucking tipsy i hope i wasn't too ballsy and uh too funny i think i i, I think i did well i think i did well so um i am on the I have to bring this entire setup back in into the house. Um, guys, uh, for the guys that are still here, uh, please remind me if I didn't answer your super chat correctly or I told you to write it in the comment section. Please write it in the comment section and I'll get back to you regarding detection times or um, uh, questions that I wanted to po have you post in the comment section but I already forgot about. And then I get to you over the next couple of days. Uh, let's see. Next week will be the Foley Statin uh, gene therapy video and hopefully the last uh, chapter of part two of the entrepreneur nootropic deep dive video series we have a video about the best dose of testosterone we have a video about how to run serum safely we have a video about um a carrier old deep dive we have a video about uh let's see what the best steroid cycle is for a certain amount of milliliters that you inject so one milliliter steroid cycle two milliliters three milliliters five milliliters seven milliliters and ten milliliter steroid cycle and uh, what else did i got and you can hear the night birds already starting to chirp uh oh and the best testosterone or steroid ester right so i got a boatload of videos in the making uh stay tuned they will all drop as soon as possible um yeah, uh, 2024 is going to be very, very, very exciting. And yeah, it sounds very nerdy, but you guys will love it. And uh, Happy New Year to you too, Sam Burton. So um, yeah, I hope it did well. <laughs> you did well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. So a lot of new videos dropping in 2024. Um, I will have to do some uh, reaction videos because uh, the, the channel growth is not going as fast as I want to. I did some calculations. Actually, I want 200,000 subs by the end of next year. 
and uh, that is going to require me to get 8,000 subs per month. And at the current pace of, let's say, 3,000 subs a month, uh, we're going to have to do some reaction videos. So stay tuned for some new content. But the hardcore content, the in-depth content, the intelligent content will continue. But in the meantime, I will do some um, reaction stuff because that's YouTube nowadays. It's the only stuff that will get you views. Okay. Happy fucking New Year's to everybody out there. I wish you all a very productive very lucrative, very healthy, and um, most importantly, a very loving and very fun 2024. And uh, we'll see you guys next year. Stay tuned. Thanks for joining the Vigors crew. I'm mad fucking drunk, but I love you guys. <laughs> and we'll see you at the next Vigors Q&A without alcohol or cigars next weekend. Uh, dropping, well, in the seven hours minus, or seven days minus three hours from now. Peace out, guys. Enjoy your weekend. And... Uh, We'll talk soon.